This is Crow Inquisitors, an actual play RPG podcast about exonerated criminals doing the dirty work of a corrupt church. I'm Caleb, your host and game master, and you're about to listen to episode two of the show. We begin every episode from here on out reading through each character's beliefs, instincts, and traits, or bits as the Bernie Wheel likes to call them, for a couple of reasons. First, it reminds all of us of the characters, who they are, and what they want. Second, it helps me as the GM refresh my memory on the various points of contact I have with the characters in the game, the mechanical bits I can push on to challenge the players and help them earn Artha. If you recall, the reward system of the Burning Wheel works off an interplay between a character's beliefs, instincts, and traits, and special points called Artha, fate points, persona points, and deeds points. I challenge the players according to their beliefs, give them obstacles to overcome to fulfill a belief or make an instinct cause a situation that will lead to trouble, and at the end of the session we reevaluate everyone's bits and I award Artha. The other way that players get rewards for their characters is through advancement. Characters in the Burning Wheel advance their stats, skills, and attributes by using them in play. When a player character makes a test in the game, we always check the obstacle of the test against the number of dice they are rolling, which gives us the difficulty of the test for advancement purposes. Each test falls into one of three levels of difficulty for advancement. Routine, difficult, and challenging. To advance an ability by one rank, a player must accumulate a certain number of routine, difficult, and challenging tests. You may hear us mentioning this from time to time. We are marking what kind of test a character earns so we can keep track of how much further they have to go to advance their skill, stat, or attribute. The tests required for skills, stats, and attributes are all slightly different so it would take a while to list them all here. Suffice it to say that as tests are earned, a character can increase their exponent by 1, which then makes the base number of dice they roll increase by 1 as well. Most tests for advancement are earned whether the character was successful or not. Pass or fail, a test is earned. The only exceptions to this rule are perception, resources, and faith tests, which only count toward advancement on successes. There are other ways to learn tests, but we won't list them all now. Another rule that is relevant for the beginning of this session is cultural traits. All of the characters in Crow Inquisitors are humans. Even though the rules of the game themselves allow for elves, dwarves, orcs, and so on, we decided to just use the human, or manish as the game calls them, life paths for our characters. Humans in Burning Wheel don't get special traits like elves and dwarves, and so one thing that we do is add some cultural traits to round out various human societies. Cultural traits are a subset of common traits, the traits that every individual race gets just for being that race, and they are used to describe bits of culture or racial physiology that characters carry with them. An accent, a particular attitude, or perhaps the color of their skin, if it's different from their neighbors. Because we are playing a game with multiple different types of human cultures, towards the beginning of this session we spend some time assigning three cultural traits to the prominent peoples in the game. One last thing to mention before we get started. Last session, it was mentioned that one of our players was absent. This session, Adam joins us and his character is introduced to the cast. So, without further ado, let's hear our characters' beliefs, instincts, and traits. This is Crow Inquisitors.
So yes, let's go ahead and just go through beliefs and instincts before we get started here. And uh, go ahead, Jared, read us off your beliefs and instincts again. Okay. I'm just as good in Del- as Delon, and I'll prove it by trying to defame him. I want to end the papacy, and I'll start by scamming the church. And I want to restore my reputation by building new relationships. What about your instincts and traits? Instincts always entertain myself, always have alcohol, always make the situation worse. And my traits are rabble rouser, drunk, <sighs> mark of privilege, unlucky, tall tale teller, and rapier wit. Josh, Antonius Ram. Aye, that'd be me. So, beliefs. I want to get my life back, so I will prove myself by completing this mission. I despise oppressive nobility, therefore I will hurt the first noble I see. (laughs) I would just like to preface the fact that Delon and Alphonse, and technically Theo, are also all nobles. If I see something broken, I must fix it. I always believe I am right, and I always have a knife on me. And your traits? I am broken in, ambitious, and cynical. I am also a made man. I have hand-eye coordination, and I'm unlucky. He is also unlucky. I have to say, I think uh, Antonius has been far more unlucky than Alphonse so far. Yeah, Alphonse has been incredibly lucky so far. Connor, do you want to read your beliefs, instincts, and traits for us? All right. Beliefs. I was spared for a reason and will administer my own justice. The staff is the key to figuring out what happened to my son. If I break it, maybe the bondage of my son's soul can be broken as well. It's a little complicated. Alphonse is evil in every regard, and I will find a way to punish him like I have been punished. (laughs) Instincts. If there is a confrontation, I take the lead. Always inventing something and never harm a child. Traits. Rabble rouser, gifted, dreadful, intimidating, and blind. That is blind in the literal sense, Kentarius? Yes, I am blind. (laughs) Cool. All right, so Dylan, his beliefs are the gods have minds above ours and to be trusted above all others. I will seek the divine purpose in the situation, which I kind of need to rework, but I don't have anything for it yet. Alphonse will pay for what he did to our sister, even if I have to kill him myself. And the second part of that is I will find a reason to report folly to the Inquisitor. So that seems like the best way to get him killed. Uh, I have been entrusted with a holy task, and I will keep the ruffians assigned to it in line. Putting Alphonse in his place is the first step. Instincts never go unarmed under any circumstances. Uh, instinct two, if I'm to kill a man, I will do so honorably whenever possible. Uh, never leave a word against the gods unchallenged. Traits. He's disciplined, faithful, has the mark of privilege, is tonsured, and he is fearless, which is a ridiculously awesome trait. I know it is. It totally is. Adam, my readoff, Theo's. So you pronounce it Theo. Yeah. Okay. If I do Narani's bidding, I will get my wife back. I will kill this man, or I'll kill like this guy, like as in like the goddess will possess a ghost of her when she commands me to do something she possesses my wife's body and tells her but my, my wife is not actually there she's just a spirit so she comes to me in spirit and sometimes she's her and sometimes she's possessed by Hirani. so um it says i will kill this man for the goddess so like if she, she tells me kill this guy i'm gonna do it like regardless of what morality i have i'm gonna kill it yeah um, so basically it's like he's gonna rewrite that belief the instant the goddess tells him to kill someone to be that guy I'm fighting whether or not to trust the gods. Uh, I will. I will work towards increasing my faith. Like I want the power to destroy everyone, but I kind of hate the gods because one, the goddess tricked me because I wouldn't sleep with her. Basically, 
And she, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. she, she told me, she, she was like, hey, why don't you just have me instead of your wife? And I was like, no, I don't want it. And she's like, oh, fine. You want that? I'll trick you. Boom. So now my, that's why my wife is a spirit. Instead of giving her back to me, she's not fully there. So I'm like, I hate the gods. I used to be really dedicated, but I'm just kind of like, they're a bunch of like jerks, basically. So I'm fighting in my faith whether or not to trust them. My instincts, uh, if the guy tells me to kill someone, I kill them. That's an instinct. I always judge a book by its cover. Good that's a pretty good instinct. Um, that does sound yeah. like a fantastic instinct. It is. Never heed danger. I don't know what that one was. Because he thinks that the gods, like, or that Narani, like, wants him to yeah. serve her and do things for her, he doesn't think that he's ever in danger. So basically anything, sure. he, he just jumps into so the like, midst of it. He doesn't think like, he won't, he won't I don't, die. I don't comprehend, hey, maybe I could die. I'm like, you know, she's going she's gonna to handle it. I'm just going to go do it. Sweet. Nice. I think um, you have faith that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead and read your traits then. Mark of privilege. Uh, it says new Amhadi. I don't know. Yeah. So is. basically, it just means you're part of the, no- the the nobility of the kingdom of New Amhadi. So you're technically not part of the nobility in this kingdom. You're part of a nobility somewhere else. Basically, Finnick from Hunger Games, which is kind of the best thing ever. Basically, please tell me, yeah. Please tell me you have a golden loincloth. A what? Is that, <laughs> that like what? what? Is that that like uh, like hammer that thing he has in number three? Yeah. 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 That, like the only thing he's wearing in that scene, yeah. Please tell me you have. Oh one. yes, that'd be sweet. I should have that. I'm happy now. I don't, I don't know what your wit is. Rape, is that again? Uh, rape your wit basically allows you to, if you say something like really snappy in a duel of wits, you get plus two dice to your next action in a duel of wits. So. Basically, it means you're you're really you're really witty and good at insulting people. Because I'm a nobleman, I know how to talk to people. Mm-hmm. That's what, like, that's like my persona. Mm-hmm. Like, I know what it's like to be a nobleman, and I'm smart because I was educated as a yeah. like a young guy. And so I, I have the intelligence, but I'm kind of like, I mean, I'm nobility, but I'm like not nobility because it's like yeah. faraway land. So I'm like, people yeah. know me as nobility, but I don't live the noble life because I'm because yeah. I'm a slave here and I was freed. Life is death. Basically, what that does is it reduces his hesitation obstacle for injury and pain by two because he was he was a gladiator and a slave, so. Tasting the lash. I don't know what that one is either. That's the one you got from being a gladiator as well. Basically, what happens is because you're so used to people like whipping you and sending you into the arena, if someone whips you, you have to do whatever they tell you in, in that moment. I need a whip. <laughs> it's almost like a like a PTSD kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. It's like no, an instinct, basically. Yep. An actual instinct of yeah. like, oh, I do this thing, I'll wait. Yeah. That's how that works. <laughs> so, I mean, you're ultimately going to have the decision on whether or not to keep doing that thing, but it forces an initial action on your part because it's like a reaction. Okay. So, believer. Oh, that's actually really good uh, for you, Adam. It makes, it, like- it makes any like of the prayer things, like the miracles that you can do, the obstacle is minus one. He got it for being a temple acolyte. Faithful and Glory Hound. Uh, Glory Hound is pretty good. I like that one. Yeah. Gloryhound Glory Hound basically allows him to, when he has to roll a steel test and he fails, one of the options that is added to the list of things that he can do when he fails a steel test yeah. is charge blindly into the midst of it. Oh, that's good. So That sounds like yeah. me in the real life, so I had to do it. I was like, that's probably what it's something. Uh, that's doing. good, especially because your other options are to scream and run away, stand and drool, or pass out. So yeah. that's a good That's a good laugh. <laughs> that's a good trait, yeah. <laughs> So before we get started on the campaign proper again, one thing we do need to do is decide cultural traits. And we have the Saran, the Taconi, which is what half of what Connor is, and the New Umhati, or technically Virudian, I guess, is the, his actual stock. What we're going to do real quick is just make up three different cultural traits for each of those cultures that you add to your character's character traits if you are that culture. 
and you can choose whether or not to play to or against them. But it is something that people perceive about you. Yeah, they'll assume that about you, but you can decide whether or not you want to. Yeah. Do you, uh, one thing I wanted to ask, actually, Connor, do you want yeah. the Serrano traits, the Tecconi traits, or mix of both? Mix of both. Oh, I was going to say, maybe, like, since I'm questioning, like, my, my faith and whatnot, it could be, like, I got into, like, clergy kind of thing because I loved my wife. You know, like, oh, she's Oh, yeah, that. I think maybe that's I what we decided, so like, yeah. I kind of got into it since, she, since mm-hmm. and she was really passionate about it. So I was like, so I kind of, like, got in and I was like, yeah. So I'm like, I wasn't as passionate as she was, but I still had, like, yeah, all yeah. that faith, you know, that's kind of there. That's what I had already um, assumed, so, yeah. So it wasn't, like, okay, yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to say that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Serrano, I know that they have religious as a character trait because everyone else perceives Serrano as being religious because their country is so much about religion. Any one of you that is Serrano, go ahead and add religious to your character traits. But you can play to or against this. Any ideas for culture traits from any of these cultures? Wait, from any of them? From any of them, yeah. Serrano, Tecconi, or Viridian. Can I say like Gregory to the death kind of thing? You fight even if you think you're going to die. Like, if all the odds are against you, because you know how, like, I have like Glory Hound, where she's sure, like sure. all about glory, where it's kind of like, you, if you, like, if you know you're going to die, you do it anyways, because it's, it's about being brave and honor. How about determined? Yeah, go ahead and add determined to your, your character yeah, traits. Sure. All of these are just character traits. Do we want Haughty to be a Serrano one? Do people perceive the Serrano as Haughty? I Pro- assume it's probably. Pers- yeah. Peaceful country, like, mine is like peaceful and. Because like normally they would be peaceful. That's like that's why I went into the clergy thing. I was like, yeah. or like, I just had to fight, and I was like, okay, I have to survive. Yeah, definitely. And then I like realized, yeah. wow, I really like killing, basically. Because <laughs> like you know, okay. they're like they're not really. Um, one, a lot of it's like nobility. Yeah. One thing that I do know actually about the Viridians is that they're very mercantile, um, and they are actually very imperialistic in the sense that they go around like colonizing places and stuff like that, and like imposing their culture on other people. So I don't actually think it's necessarily peaceful per oh, yeah. se. As like they don't they, they they're not super oh, no, no, into I, military I, I like stuff. Better, yeah, they're not super into military stuff, but they aren't like pacifistic per se. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and do mercantile. That's a good one. People just assume you're good with money and that like yeah 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 well, yeah. Because my father was a merchant. Basically, all of the Verudian nobles are merchants. So yeah. can I still say like the blonde hair and blue eyes thing? Almost like oh, like you can tell by the way I look. Yeah, uh-huh. and, and you don't have to like, be, oh. it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be blonde hair, blue eyes, but you can do anything that like would uh, be a defining feature for the Viridians. How about a character that's like super blonde hair? Like it's not just like, oh, it's blonde. It's like almost like a white hair. Was like, I white? You know what I mean? Sure. Like, like an abnormally blonde hair. Yeah. Is it a thing that goes over to the rest of the Viridian culture or? Yeah. Blonde. Because doesn't it, isn't the place I came from, like kind of lower towards the equator or whatever? Yeah, it's yeah, like almost to like the tropical Africa? region. Yeah, because it would be like hotter there, so like there would be more sun. You know, they'd yeah, probably like, have darker skin, but yeah, they might have lighter hair. We have a third one for Serrano yet, Connor. I assume yeah. you're doing your own, right? You want to put cultural in front of it, so you know it's not your Wait, everyone, cultural train. Everyone, everyone who's Serrano, but you can choose. Everyone who's Serrano yeah. has. Okay, this is all about people's perception of you, Connor. So, how do people perceive you? Do they perceive you as a Serrano? Probably. I, yeah. I let, let's just go with that. They kind of tell, but then there should they could kind of tell you were from somewhere else too, right? Like you were mostly Serrano, but there was ob- something obvious about it that was a little different. Maybe just a touch foreigner. Would that be? Yeah, I think would that be too vague for a character trait. No, that's fine. Yeah, you could just add okay. foreigner too, Connor. Or for- okay, foreign so blood. All, all foreign three blood. and foreigner. Yeah, all three, and then foreign blood. We need another Serrano one. Jared, Josh, Connor, come up with a third Serrano one. Oh, we're coming up with them? <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Um, we already got religious and haughty, so we just need one more. 
What about um, something related to food? Those are usually what I think of first. Hangry. Um, usually think of <laughs> like their gluttonous or, you know, in the real world, the perception of the Italians is, you know, they've got lots of food. Let's They're go ahead and say gluttonous then. Food. Yeah, let's go ahead and say gluttonous. I like that. <laughs> well, uh, yep, that's me. <laughs> Just in a different okay. way. I, right, think, good. I think that's it then. then. We got it. Can we have it be a saying in this world? Man, you eat like a Serrano. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. We pick up with everybody else back when you guys are traveling. Just left the city of Lucerta off to the village of Estol. I think when we last left off, everybody, you had just taken a break for the night and like we're setting up your camping and stuff and whatnot. And I believe there was talk of maiming in the night. <laughs> I sleep very close to Josh. Yeah. Okay. Basically, it's nighttime. You guys are sleeping. I'm assuming you make camp. I have actually a question. How good at you guys are making at making a camp? Well, none like of us have any skills like that, as far as I know. <laughs> this is like a really pathetic camp. This is like, <laughs> like two sticks. Every Dungeons and Dragons or Pathfinders camp. Uh, right, exactly. so how do you do this? Or like, here, Jared, just let me use your hand to light it on fire. Oh. Well, that's the thing. I have a feeling that you actually you might want to just stop at a hostel or something like that. Do you maybe yeah, like probably. stop at like a? We can kind of make this up about Saran. Do you think they would have like roadside like hostels like? They probably have that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What sort of military does Saran have? Are they like a rigorously organized, well-oiled? Most of pretty much everything is based on religion. Most in Saran. Winters. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> maybe, maybe then, maybe small temples or religious mm. monasteries or something that provide hospitality across the, bar. Yeah, across yeah. the country. Let, let me look up the uh, the pantheon real quick and see if there's any sort of like god of travel or something. Could be that a certain you know patron saint has followers that make it their goal to provide for travelers on the road. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that I... Would, that that yeah. would definitely sound around based I, on what I know yeah. of the religion. Yeah. So what, what I'm going to decide then is that there is a sort of like hostile kind of temple situation built up um, on most of the main roads in Saran. And they are priests of the patron saint of trade named Adamar. And yeah, so they're oh, they're like these been... kind of mercantile monks that like it's definitely a saying in Saran that like about like getting ripped off by the the Adamari or whatever, like the the priests of Adamar, because they're always like overpricing their temple. You think that'd be blasphemous for somebody who follows the god of trade? Think they'd want trade to be fair? You're the one who knows about Drock doctrine. So what does your character know about the Adamar, the Adamari? Uh, I imagine like if they were followers of trade as you know being almost like a religious thing for them i imagine they would be incredibly scrupulous like they probably make the scales that people use that are like mm-hmm. known for being even and they're probably you know trustworthy and so i mean you can go either way obviously they could be total scheming and the things about money and they treat money like you know the religious factor not yeah and that's, that's where i was going but like but i'm fine with whatever so i yeah if, if he's just making it up then yeah i guess they, maybe we just have them be like religiously fair in trade to the point where like they'll call each other out if they see something or they, like I said, they probably make the scales that are used mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. they're not using Adamar's scales and it's like a, you know, shady business. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. We got a good idiom then. If as faithful as Adamari scales. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. good. That's good. That would also make it a, a decent place to like try and stay. Mm-hmm. You right. wouldn't be like, let's not go there. <laughs> yeah. So what is everybody, everybody's resources? It uh, looks like Alphonse has a one. I'm Poe. Antonius has oh, no, a zero. Or no, no, Antonius, you should have more than that. I actually, you have a three resources, man. Oh, crap. 
So which is you're like the richest so that, out of anyone in this party. Awesome. And, and awesome. now, and okay, so now that you've been exonerated, so before you didn't have access to any of the resources because you were, I mean, branded a criminal and you were in prison. But because you were exonerated, technically all of your assets are now unfrozen. So you can call on that if you wanted to. So, so when you got out of prison, they just bought you your giant bag of gold or like, <laughs> I mean, no, they didn't. But you can still make a resources roll to do something if you want to. Yeah, basically what that means, Josh, is that if you want to make a resource roll to buy anything, you use a three for that. Yeah, so that just kind of means like you might have cash on hand. You have probably assets that you can kind of like liquidate or whatever, use as capital. It's just an abstraction of all of that stuff. So I take it I don't have any resources? Yeah, you have a one resources, I, I think, Connor, unless I'm mistaken. Uh, I'm pretty sure I spent all of my resources already. No, because... it's, that's not what it is. It's resource points and resources are different. Yeah. Jerry, you have one oh. resources. Oh. Right. Our characters are like the poorest people and we're the sons of the Pope. Yeah. 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 Okay. You bought reputations. That's why you have a one resources. In character creation, the amount of points you spend on property and on reputations is divided by 15. 15. And then that number is your your resources. It doesn't count gear, which is what I spent all of my resources on. So I have zero. I am the poor. I think we open up on you guys riding up to this Adamari hostel. And you see like the scales on like the sign in the front, like along the road. You don't see any any of the priests yet, but it, I mean, it's getting towards evening anyway. So you just see that sign kind of hanging on the side of the road and you see this little hostel. What do you do? Well, I would suggest that we uh, stay the night. They give us any money? I mean, like they're expecting us to go do this stuff. I assume they expect that we're going to need money to do it with. We're in service of the church. We need to be able to like sleep and eat. And we're not allowed to do anything so we can't work. I'm not sure. See, this is the thing. Most of you have the ability to like just buy this anyway. Josh can make a resources roll like nothing and wouldn't tax him or anything like that. He could just do it. I mean, they didn't even give him any money of his when he left. Like he doesn't have any coin on him. None of us have any coin, presumably, since we all went from jail to the church straight here. Um, I would assume since I spent five years in prison, I don't know that I would have any coin to my name anyway. One thing that I might say is that the Adamari are actually the bankers as well. So if you go to an Adamari hostel, you can basically like withdraw from your like national bank account or whatever. It'd be super useful if we had credit cards. Adamari have a magical network of... They just read your palm and you've got a balance of 80 bucks. You would draw a certain amount or whatever... They would like send a letter to the main <laughs> bank in so all you gotta the capital do is city. Beat that letter back and then withdraw it again. No, yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. I like that. We'll probably just go in. I just hop off my horse and hitch it to the. To me, have a post to the uh, trough. Yeah, they have. They have a little side stable on the side, actually. So you can. Okay, yeah. We'll walk over in that direction then, and just kind of lead your horse. Yeah, I'm wondering what like the atmosphere of this group is right now like how is everybody no, feeling yeah he just totally ignores everybody when uh-huh. he goes off okay. to his horse just like screw you guys what about the rest of you we probably all kind of hate each other i yeah. mean yeah oh, i know i, I yeah. certainly don't care for Dellen. i'm gonna get you a girl antonius don't, i'm don't sorry what was worry. that i'm gonna get you a girl at this bar don't worry it's not a bar jared <laughs> isn't your character currently married Yes. He is, yes. And he's also... Yeah, technically is, he is married in the religious sense of he hasn't got filed for a divorce, which is not a very... It's not a thing you really do in this society. But he's definitely yeah. not married in the sense that his wife never wants to see him again. So... Okay. How no, Antonius. Josh's character. Alphonse, sorry. 29. 29. 29? Yeah. 
Both yeah, of our I'm characters like, are 29. Yeah. I'm like 40 something. I got it. Hey, oh, wow. My age here. I think you're 40 exactly, actually. Uh, yeah, I am. Oh, 40 yeah. exactly. How do you. What? What did you take that made you 40? Master Craftsman. Master oh. Craftsman. Yeah. I was like, we're, we're the same amount of life paths. How are you that much older? That's yeah. insanity. You took a lot of crafting life paths. You know how long it takes to craft in games, right? Good deal. Yeah, so Dylan just kind of breaks off to go type his horse and leaves them to mm-hmm. do whatever and hopes the place is still there when he gets back. What about the rest of you then? What are you guys doing? I think I'm going to make my way to the front door, look into getting us rooms for the night, or getting right. myself a room for the night and seeing if they have room in the stables for everyone else. <laughs> 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 but you don't like anyone in this yeah, party just, i was talking to josh i don't have reason to like anyone in this party yet <laughs> yeah i will make my way to the front entrance and inquire about rooms mm-hmm. for the night Cantarius and alphonse are you i'm assuming you guys are helping lead the horses as well if you do then how are you doing that Cantarius? because you're blind by using my discipline magic yes strange magic so you're just kind of using like your echolocation or whatever. What you actually probably do, Connor, is with your staff, you probably hit it against things and listen for the echoes. There's a guy in real life who can click his tongue and, mm-hmm. and see. Yeah. So, I mean, he, mm-hmm. he went up to a telephone booth and like, this is box, this is a telephone booth. And I was like, that is impressive. Alphonse, what are you doing? Uh, I think I'm going to go in with Antonius because that's the uh, least chance I'm going to die. So I'm assuming then that Delon, you'd probably like take like two of the horses and Cantarius takes two of the other horses, or are you just ignoring everyone, Delon, and just going in without helping anyone else? Am I just with Cantarius? Yeah, it's you and Cantarius with four horses. Uh, Yeah, so he'll just, yeah, tie up the horses and then head back in and see if he can't figure out a way to get a room with no money. Can I fork skills and do a resources test? I, I don't assume I can, right? Uh, I mean, wouldn't that would be bartering and stuff like that? No, you do not fork them in, but you can make linked tests okay. to get down the ob of the resources test. So gotcha. you could say, I want to make a persuasion roll to reduce, to make them like me, and then it, a bartering roll to yeah, reduce yeah, their definitely. charge, and then I make the resources roll to see if I can afford it. Mm-hmm. Right. All right, so yeah, it does depend on how much of this you actually want to play out. Um, we don't have to go super in detail if you guys don't want to. Unless either, any of you want to make any sort of like, have any sort of conversation, try to get one to play against the other, like Alphonse, if he wants to like, you know, try to <laughs> try to ally with someone or something like that. Otherwise, I think we might just introduce Adam then. Um, introduce Adam's character and get him in this. Um, so these hostels have like common rooms and are there other travelers around? No, there aren't actually. It's, it's kind of a slow night for these people. You do see it when you go in, Antonius, you see a few priests and, and their garb is rather simple. Like they just wear robes. There is like a big scale like on the counter of this the hostel. And you see two priests kind of like manning the counter. One of them is like polishing the scale and the other one is like counting some like inventory in, on some shelves like on the wall. And they kind of like nod at you as you enter. But unless you're like going straight up to the counter right away, like they kind of ignore you. So I will approach the counter and request lodging for the night. Uh, the guy who's polishing the scales just kind of like sets down his rag and looks at you, nods. Very professional-like, kind of has his nose up in the air like this, and he says, Ah, welcome, traveler. You want to spend the night, I assume? That is correct, yes. All right, all right. Um, if you would just, and he kind of like grabs a piece of parchment, if you would sign right there, we can work out some arrangements. Would you like to draw from your account, or do you have coins? 
I will draw from my account. You just draw from your account. You don't have to make a resource roll. It's pretty simple. Adam, are you ready to be introduced? I'm wondering where... So let's just say that you are at this hostel. Where would you be? What would you be doing? And how would you interact with... Is there like a bar in there? Or no? um, it's not like a bar per se, but there is like some tables and someone... Yeah, and they have like a common room and like a counter where they like have people order meals and stuff like that. And then a kitchen in the back. I'd probably be at the counter. So you entered like a foyer area, Josh or Antonius. Or what, what are you doing in the common room then, Theo? Yeah, probably just like drinking, not okay. paying attention to anyone who's coming in. You just notice from your periphery, Antonius, that off to the side, there is a uh, an archway that leads to like another room. Wait, I have a question. Am I... Yeah. Was I already in prison, released like on a mission, my own mission? Yep. Or like, I haven't gone to prison yet. You went to prison, got exonerated, and are on your own mission now. Uh, but your, your mission right now is to wait in this hostel for these people. Yeah, I was just wondering. And have we been informed that this hostel is where we'll find... No, you just, you just knew that somewhere along your travels, you were going to encounter this guy. Um, okay, so... It just happened to know we were this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Adam, do you want to go ahead and describe Theo for us? And... What does he look like? So what does um, yeah? What does Antonius see when he kind of looks over and is you on the counter? I'm probably wearing like a kind of like a cloak. I mean, not like a hood over my head. But just kind of like my blonde hair is showing, and you can tell like like it's obvious who I am because of my hair. Like it, it stands out in the room. Mm-hmm. I'm probably sitting there drinking. Uh, I have I don't know if my trident is retractable, but it's probably I mean I probably have it with me. Um, it's definitely not retractable. <laughs> well, it's not like I can't be like. And it's like, it like comes out. No. <laughs> okay. It just, it's just next to me. Okay. So um, it's kind of like I'm leaning like, up on the counter. Yeah. Something like that. I'm thinking like Lord of the Rings. You know how he has like, it's kind of like a cloak and it kind of goes past your, your waistline, but it's like kind of open. It's kind of like that. It's kind of tougher. And so it's not like armor, but it's like something that I could battle with if I needed to. It's like a thicker like material. Okay. And so I look like I'm on a journey. It's just the barest amount of padding that would help you kind of in a, yeah, yeah, in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> and my hair is kind of like how it is now. It's kind of like sticking up and it's not, it's not like long, luscious hair. It's just kind of like kind of spiky almost. Okay. Uh, All right. Look, I mean, it kind of looks like me, but I probably look like, I mean, I've, I've got scratches on my arms and whatnot mm-hmm. from like battling. Like I've got scars all over some nasty wounds. Probably got like a scratch like right underneath my eye because it looks cool. <laughs> I've been I've been through a lot. It just looks like that, but I look like you know I'm pretty a guy that you don't want to mess with. But like I'm pretty, I guess women would find me attractive because the goddess did. But I mean I don't really care about that. Like I'm not like using it to my advantage. I just kind of look. I kind of look like mysterious, you know. Like kind of like oh, I wonder what that guy is thinking. Like not the kind of guy I want to mess with. But, mm-hmm. Also. Don't forget your golden blank plot. He's not going to like like get mad at me or anything. He's kind of like, oh, I wonder what that guy is over there. All right, so Antonius, you kind of like give this guy a second glance or just kind of move on? I believe the trident would be out of place in a hostel such mm-hmm. as this. So that catches me on in general. <laughs> yeah, and you, yeah, you definitely I, tell that he's not Serrano. Like, yes. How late in the evening is it at this point? It's kind of earlier evening. Sun is basically just set. Okay. I think I am going to then go to my room since I got a bath mm-hmm. and make my way down to the common room once I've finished with that. Cantarius, Alphonse, Dellen, what are you all up to? After Dellen finishes tying up the horse, he goes back in to see if he can... Now, I assume being a knight, he's used to referring expenses to the church's pool of resources, right? The, the military orders of resources, I assume. 
I think that's what he's assuming he's going to do, uh, especially because he's on an official mission from the church. So he just steps up to the counter. He probably gives a sideways glance to a guy sitting down with a trident with like platinum hair. He's just like, that's a little strange, but he sees the gold flying cloth, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm not, um, uh, yeah, he just steps up and he's like, uh, obviously he's concert, so he's bald, which is the symbol of being in the military order. Mm-hmm. And then he has, he just steps up and he's like, I need a lot lodging and meals for the night. He, he says, I assume it's like normal for them. He's like, just, you know, the church's official business, they'll be paying for it. I assume they have an account yeah. for the church. Yep. Yeah, so the Adamari just kind of nod and they're like, ah, yes, holy, a holy night. A pleasure to serve you, my lord. I persuade him not to believe David. I'm concert. It's like a thing I have. It's not. <laughs> I don't think looking at me, they'd be like, oh, no, he's not a knight. So, Alphonse, Cantarius, what are you guys doing? Do I technically have access to the same uh, thing since I'm kind of a knight? Um, I mean, you're a noble, so... He's not concert, though, so it'd be hard for him to pull the mm. same thing, because that's yeah. the symbol of mm-hmm. knighthood. I'm going to persuade Ow. the guy that uh, I'm, I'm all good for using the Pope's account because I'm the son of the Pope. I'm like, oh, yeah, just bill it to the Pope. You, you know? might not want to say the son of the Pope, since I'm sure they know that the son of the Pope was almost executed a minute ago. And then made a hero. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't think a hero. They might not right. have gotten that far. <laughs> oh, and he, he mentions his horse too, of course. They're fine with that. Like they they're very very ingrati- uh, ingratiating towards you. So and he just asks for the key to the room. Did he tell us anything about Theo? Like, I mean, we're looking for this guy, so I assume they're going to be like, because I mean, Theo hasn't come to us, so he must not have a description of us. If we don't have a description of him, then this is really poorly set up. Do <laughs> we at least know what he looks like? Right? They're like, oh, he's a whatever. I, I don't actually think you do. I think that Theo has been given descriptions of all of you. So, Theo, h- are you kind of like on the lookout for people as they come then? Or? I'm pretty observant. I mean, you literally have the skill observation, so yes. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I, I noticed them and I'm just kind of like seeing what they do. And like, I, like, I know that that's what I'm looking. So, I'm not going like, okay. right. to like not doing anything, like see what they're going to do. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose yeah. you probably just heard me announce myself as a whole night, too. I'm kind of like scoping them out. What are your social traits again? It's the ones that we the cultural out. traits. The sorry, oh, cultural. Yeah, the hair, uh, mercantile, and uh, determined. Uh, determined. Yeah, I would assume then that they are not very fair with prices, right? That they would do their best to get money. Someone who was mercantile. Yeah, in other words, they'd be relatively yeah. counter to the people here, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, in that case, I think because I mean he knows all that stuff, so he just I think he nods to the guy and he's like, uh, "What is your nation called?" Technically, you wouldn't know specifically what nation he was from. Uh, Verudis is the name of like the home nation, but they have like the colony of Numhati, which is like like their their the uh, nationality, I guess. Like the- Verudian. Uh, I think I, he just kind of nods to him. He's talking to the guy, and the thing is like Verudian, huh? He's, he tried to cheat you out of anything. Uh, I, th- I say, did he did he try and taint your scales? That's what I say. Theo, did you did you try to like cheat them out of anything? Did you drive a hard bargain, or did you just c- come up and like pay? I just got to pay. Okay. Cool. So yeah, no. The, did you shake his head? No, no. And he kind of like squints his eyes as if he didn't think about the fact that the guy was Verudian until now. He's like, ah, I suppose. I mean, I should have expected that, but no, he didn't. He just paid and went and sat over there. No, raises his eyebrows. Like, well, I guess this is the first time for everything. And he goes walks off to get to the into his room. Mm-hmm. And I think he's just going to kind of stay there because he doesn't have any business. I'm just assuming you guys are going around regular business, getting meals, whatnot. Cantarius and Alphonse, how do you guys pay then? Uh, I convince them to, that I'm with the Pope and use his account. And then I buy everyone in the restaurant to dinner. <laughs> Five course meal. Go ahead and go ahead and make a 
persuasion roll. That's fine. I assume there's probably some kind of seal we have to prove that, right? I mean, no one's going to recognize you. I mean, no one could persuade somebody that they're a noble without having some kind of actual proof. Yes. If I just walked uh, into a place and was like, yeah, I'm... Yeah, I like, I'm, I'm really good at convincing you. I'm the Pope himself. I mean, I'm sure I have the uh, Son of the oh. Pope seal. Well, I mean, you were just in prison, so unless they gave you the Son of the Pope seal back, then you don't. I mean, why would they not? I mean, they did give us they, so. they didn't give us anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, they gave you your stuff back that you had before. My weapons right? and stuff, sword, yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. Back. Alphonse sure. did not have any sort of personal effects, so that yeah, could have been a plus, that could have been uh, it. You could have had a signet ring, and they would have given it back to you, but they didn't. You didn't have. I one, imagine so. there's probably heraldry on my stuff, mm-hmm. which you probably don't have. <laughs> Unless you're, do you have finery or anything like that? Like, do you have yeah. clothes that yeah. they would have given I back? Never, I had finery. Yeah, you had finery. That though. might have some kind of seal on it, possibly. Depending on, I mean, obviously not everything you wear is going to have a sigil on it, but it's possible. I mean, to be might. honest, finery might include a signet ring. Alphonse, um, go ahead and make yes. the roll then. I'm going to make a huge show of it. I'm like, oh, yes, we are back from a royal hunt. Okay, all right. And uh, I would like to treat everyone here to a four-course meal using the Pope's money. <laughs> all right, well, Wait, the, the you're, op... You're ex- yeah. Is that you're back from a hunt, even though you were just from prison, and they probably know that? Well, that's the thing. Ah. I don't... Okay, are you, are you specifically not... saying that you were the Pope's son? No, no I'm not going to say I'm the Pope's son. I'm like, mm, well, I mean, son as in, uh, you know... The Father, the Holy Father. We're all technically sons of the Pope. <laughs> Which reminds me, did they mention anything about that when they? I assume they saw my heraldry. I assume I was wearing my armor because it's not full plate. No, they didn't so make any. They didn't make any reference. Okay. Do you have noble wise? Yes, you do, Jared. You could make a noble wise check to think of a good noble you could impersonate. Ah, oh, yes, I will uh, do that. Can yeah. I use bullcrap wise? Fork that in. You can fork that in, definitely. <laughs> What about falsehood? That feels like such an OP stitch. It is. Wises are are insanely good. Can I fork in court gossip and falsehood as well? Um, We're not in court. You can't do court gossip. Well, oh, I guess you're trying to impersonate it. Yeah, I think you totally could. Um, Yeah, you can fork all those in. That's fine. Oh, to be honest, though, I think this actually might be a a falsehood roll and not a persuasion Yeah, it's persuasion. Yeah. Okay. That, so, is, that is a much harder roll. So it would be falsehood forked with bullcrap wise, persuasion, court gossip, and noble wise. But, but, okay, so, no, or I'm sorry, you're making a noble wise check first. So oh, noble wise, mm, court gossip wise. So, if you wanted to impersonate someone specifically from Lucerta, you could probably fork in city wise. Uh, I'll totally do that. Okay. What's the challenge? For the noble wise roll, go ahead and make it a four. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Ouch. Uh, fate points. You can spend a fate point. You yeah. got one six. <laughs> Oops. You failed. You cannot think of any noble that fits, that is looks enough like you and might possibly be out here doing this thing. You can't think of anyone. You think of someone who remember that he died. You could still <laughs> attempt to, per- to falsehood and claim that you were a noble, but you would have to make up someone. Make somebody up, yeah. Here, let, let's go ahead and just actually take our break here. And then uh, we'll come back in about five or ten minutes. All right. Catch you soon, everybody.
The religions of the world of Saragon are many and varied. Though some of the religions of the world, like Saran's, have a monotheistic creator god figure in their mythology, most of the religious beliefs of our setting revolve around the stewards. The stewards are powerful beings of deific proportion, with arcane and divine powers that rival anything else in the world. They are said to exist on a different plane of reality than the material one, but no one is quite sure where they reside. In almost every culture's mythology and history, various stewards are given the honor of having helped the various races of the world of Saragon become great and mighty empires and spread across the world. There are many different stewards in the overarching pantheon of our setting, but each culture or race has their own select few that help guide and lead them. The Garrick pantheon is the most numerous, and consists of a complicated family of deities with interpersonal conflicts, marriages, and long-held grudges. The religion of Sauron in particular takes these Garrick deities and changes their roles slightly to that of patron saints, or venerated long-dead heroes and legends. Said to have once been prominent Garrick figures of note, they ascended to be with the great god after death because of their great faith and worthiness in a particular aspect of humanity or the natural world. As such, while the Garrick deities are still highly venerated among Serrano culture, and various priesthoods and monasteries are usually dedicated to one patron saint or another, the Serrano religion as a whole is focused on a single creator god and his purposes. As mentioned previously, Monotheism is a concept that the Serrano were originally introduced to by an obscure and oft-forgotten monotheistic cult among the Tekoni people, though many try to downplay this influence. Through a particular syncretism between monotheistic and polytheistic cultures, the religion of Saran came to be. Many still argue about the finer details of what the true relationship between the stewards and this great god really is, and our story may just include some of these ponderings. A last thing to note about the Serrano religion and Garrick culture as a whole is that astrology plays an important role. Many individuals in Garrick cultures, and in Saragon as a whole, read the stars as a way to foretell the future. The validity of this practice is widely debated. Adam's character in Crow Inquisitors, Theo, is from the kingdom of New Umhadi, a colony to the south of Saran in a more tropical region of the continent. Saran and Nuamhadi, as well as Teko and the kingdom of Shoei to the southeast of Saran, are part of a complex web of trade and commerce that centers around the Bay of Teko. Nuamhadi is a colony of the kingdom of Verudis, a coastal kingdom to the west, and as such, Theo is of Verudian descent. The Verudians are a mercantile and imperialistic people, as we discussed when assigning them cultural traits earlier in the session. Nuamhadi itself is a frontier kingdom of trade, commerce, and exploration, with many ventures into the jungles of the Umhadi Peninsula, on the hunt for the fabled cities of gold that the indigenous populations are said to be hiding. Being Garrick, the Viridians subscribe to the standard polytheistic religion of Garrick culture, very similar to the Greco-Roman pantheon of our own world. Squabbling deities use their followers to gain political influence through the Garrick world, and Theo, unfortunately, was caught in the middle of this ongoing religious conflict. Being Verudian, he was never quite able to shake this view of the Garrick pantheon, despite spending some of his time as a religious acolyte in a temple of Narani in Saran. We'll learn more about the various kingdoms and cultures of the surrounding regions as we explore the world together. Let's get back to the action on Crow Inquisitor.
we're back. Yay. Alphonse, what were you saying? Oh, yeah. I'm going to make up an alter ego to try and get money from the dude, my room and whatnot. I mean, go ahead and make the falsehood roll, then. You realize these people are bankers, and you need an account. And if you make someone up, you're not going to have an account, right? You're not going to have a file. Mm, that's true. <laughs> Otherwise, you need cash, which, I mean, you could probably okay. make an account and be like, I'm new, but then you wouldn't be a noble. So I really don't think this is going to work for you. I'm going to roll a noble-wise and just figure out, like, the most, like, vague, overused name, like John Smith, and then just say I'm there. You cannot roll noble-wise again because yeah. it is uh, Let It Ride. Oh, okay. Court gossip wise, wait, is it is it the scene that you can't use it twice? It, like it's the no, same situation. So something changes drastically enough that you can use it, so, so you can't roll constantly. Okay. What would I roll for that then? To try to find like a really vague name. I'm sure I'd know that just being that would probably just be a a portion of your your falsehood would be using BS wise yeah. to come up with a BS name. Okay, that'd probably be the reason that you could fork BS wise in. Yeah, is the uh, person there a man or a woman? They're both men. <laughs> Are they straight? Um, you don't know that. Okay, well, I'll try seduction. As well, I'm going to fork seduction in. I'm okay. just gonna, you know, I suppose bit. seduction should probably be a link test since that can fail, right? If he was forking, it automatically assumes it helps, but it doesn't necessarily help in this situation. That's probably a good point. Yeah, it would be a link test. Go ahead and roll seduction. If you succeed on that roll, then you get one more dice. So it's going to be like double wise, basically. Like yeah. you just rolled. Okay. Noble-wise. Can I uh, fork anything into seduction or bullcrap wise? Sure. <laughs> what's the uh, base obstacle? Yeah, what's going on? Jared is trying to seduce a man. Me? No, one of the priests. This is getting weird. Yeah, it really is. Yes, indeed. What should I roll? What can you be brothers with him? The base yeah. obstacle, let's say. I mean, it's, there's a reason I'm trying to kill him all the time. <laughs> say it's five. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> oh. No sixes, I'm sorry. You even have a gray shade seduction and you still fail. That's so sad. Okay, so basically what that just means narratively in the world is that this guy is straight. And he very much does not appreciate your advances, so you have a minus one he dice on your falsehood now. Your game, you're like, he's like, oh, yeah. what the heck, man? <laughs> Back off. So you have now have disadvantage. So I, I mean, not minus dice, but actually uh, plus one off. In this society, is being homosexual... I assume that would be like uh, almost like a crime, wouldn't it? Anything oh, it like probably that. would. Yeah, because of the religious nature. Yeah. Yeah. So he would probably not only not you know, help you do things, but he would probably just like try and get me to kill you because you know mm, I'm there. Not necessarily, you especially know, if he's a nobleman like, wearing finery right now. He might not. I mean, he's probably like always oh, a nobleman. He can get away with whatever he wants. Well, I mean, he's basically a member of the church, mm-hmm. right? This guy. Yeah. Just fragment of it. But again, I feel like the Adamari are very are much more like practical, like. They're not as involved in, like, the, uh... The religious law. Fair enough, yeah. Too bad I'm not down there. I could totally... Uh, oh, yeah. You're lucky, Jared. Alphonse, so you got a... You're, it's a falsehood roll. You can fork in bullcrap-wise, noble-wise. So persuasion specifically is uh, getting some people to do things because it seems like it's in their best interests. Yeah, you know, I'm a noble, so you should probably, like, you know, give me my money. I'm getting impatient. Right, right. Okay, that's fine. You, that you, sounds you like intimidation. It might actually be more of like if you did this, Jared, if it was like if Alphonse was like, you know, I could make it worth your while. Like if you. Yeah. Yeah. That's much more along the lines of persuasion. All right. Sure. And then uh, like, you know, I'll, I'll put in a good word with you in, in the priesthood kind of a yeah. thing, you know. Now, being a banker, basically, would he be a I mean, I imagine they hear that kind of stuff all the time. They deal with a lot of nobles. Would oh, definitely. Be- this is going to be a very, very hard test. 
Okay, I was gonna say I'm not sure they'd be very receptive to that kind of. I'm just, it's it's, it's a, there's a possibility this might work, but it's very right, very rare. True. Yeah, especially with one resources. So yeah, you can fork in persuasion too, then Jared. Okay, three modifiers, and then what's the uh, obstacle? Um, the obstacle is going to be a seven. Oh, it's physically impossible. <laughs> no, it's not. No, no, it's not. With fate, it's not impossible. Well, no, you have you have enough dice anyways, don't you? Oh, falsehood. Never mind. But hey, you get a challenging test. You so. got two sixes. You could re-roll that with fate. But then I could only get a six. <laughs> yeah, but if you roll a six again, you could re-roll it again. Yeah. Technically yeah the odds are very against me getting three sixes in a this row. This is the thing. You get so many fate points, especially you, that using it pretty much, yeah, you're a fate you want to use it every single well. time. It okay. might help. So go ahead and slash roll 2d6. Yeah. There go. Yes. Yes. No, oh, nice. Oh, you got another six. It's no. possible. It's oh, totally it possible. Oh. Since it's gray shade, you only need a three, four, five, or six. Oh. oh. Can I spend something to re-roll that dice? Um, nope. That is it. You would have had to spend a persona point at the beginning, and you'd had another dice, but... Yep. Jared, go ahead and tell me how Alphonse, like, comes off when he's he's trying to convince the priest of this. Like, what is he saying? So, yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a noble from Lucerta, just back from a noble hunt. You know, hunting dinosaurs and, and whatnot. Bagged myself a Tyrannosaurus Rex. I can, uh, you know, give you a little little tip if you expedite the process. Yes. That makes total sense, Alphonse, as to, like, how he fails. If you bring in, especially bringing dinosaurs into this, like, <laughs> you just gotta pull something from your hat and you're like, I, maybe this will work. And then it totally doesn't. And the, the priest just like, oh, wait, don't I get something for a tall tail teller or whatever? Is that one of my things? Oh my gosh, it totally is. No, 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 but that's the thing. He made a tall tale. That was just on us for forgetting. It's not... Oh, sure. Tall tale teller. The player may add plus one dice to persuasion, seduction, interrogation, or false to test so long as you can come up with an appropriate tall tale. That's fine. Go ahead and roll one more dice, Jared. Let's see if this works. (laughs) Yeah, unlucky has definitely got to go. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Luckiest person in the party. Yes, that's a success. Nice. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Okay, so go ahead and revise this then. Alphonse, tell us how you masterfully manipulate this person into giving you money. No. I'm like, oh, hey, banker, my name is. You I know, yeah. My name is John Smith, and I'm I'm, I'm from uh, Lucerta, bustling, booming city. Yeah, here here on vacation. On my way, I'd like to uh, procure some sustenance from you from this fine establishment. I'm on my way to a uh, you know hunting expedition with uh, other noble like men. Yes, noble like men. Noble like. I can uh you know give you give you a little little tip if you can expedite the process. And what are you implying? You have to include exactly? your dinosaur tall tail. Yeah, you do have to include your dinosaur tall tail. Oh, I thought you said that's why it failed. Yeah, we're we're no. hunting dinosaurs. It, it would yeah. be why it failed, but now sure. it's because well, yes. that's why you succeed okay. because you're really sure, really yeah. good at making up crap. Yeah, stories. last time I bagged a tyrannosaurus, I'm like I'm bask in my glory. <laughs> so, so what are you implying exactly that he would just basically give you free money, and then what would you you would do what for him? I, I used a, like a very used name that every like a bunch of people have like john smith i'm like yes i'm him he'd look up the account and find it yeah yeah Yeah, so he got he kind of like kind of looks down which equivalent in serrano john smith (laughs) what other identifications were because if you could just be like i'm this guy let me use his money obviously you have to have some kind of identification like i mean obviously we have a pin now Uh a password and stuff like that what kind of stuff would they have because you'd have to come up with that to access an account dinosaur hunter Clearly. You know, I'm wondering, there has to be some magic to this, because in order to have a Probably. situation like this where you could have 
files where you could be like, this guy's paid his debt and get that everywhere in Serrano, there has to be magic. So I mean, it's entirely possible that it was, that it is, yeah. Yeah, so there's probably at least some kind of magic, and it may be involved in identifying a person to the account. Verbal passphrase? Or something, yeah, because I'm sure, sure there's some kind of magic. And I mean, they're, they're priests, so it stands to reason that they might have somebody who can do that. Yeah, I think it'd be like a verbal passphrase or something like that, yeah. Well, this is the thing. I feel like what you're doing, actually, Alphonse, is that you're telling him, bypass that stage. Like, I am who I am, like, I'm important, yeah. just give me my money. Expediate yeah. the process. Yeah. You paid just fine. And I buy the entire, everyone there, four-course dinners. It turns out that this guy actually has, like, 10,000 coins debt. And <laughs> Jared, do you, do you buy us food, too, or just all the people you don't know? I buy Theo and Antonio. There, there, there is no one else in the... I like you. And, and I, I'll I like give Cantarian some food, too, because he hasn't done anything directly towards me yet. Oh, okay. You don't technically know that he wants to murder you and cut off your unmentionables. Yeah. Your so you go ahead and do that then. At this point, I'm assuming that you guys just kind of like eat your meals and kind of you're taking a bath, Antonius, I know. And then uh, are you good, just going to go to sleep or are you going to like sit in the common room and talk for a while or what? what's going to happen? Like, I want to come down to the common room and have a drink. Okay, oh, and I'm yes, assuming Antonius you'd probably... On me. All right, all right, cool, cool. And then Theo, I know you're there too. So go ahead and just play out the scene as it, as it occurs. So Antonius comes down, Alphonse offers to buy him a drink. Sure. You guys aren't very good at uh, staying inconspicuous. <laughs> like, yeah, literally, you do not have the skill. Nope. We, we actually all have a penalty to being inconspicuous because we're nobles. Yep. Mm-hmm. You underestimate how much I know about you guys. Oh, and by saying that, I must assume you're the, uh, the fifth member. We knew we were looking for somebody, and that's all they told us, apparently, because yeah. they're very cryptic. I mean, they're a church, so, you know. So how many of you are there? Uh, I mean, considering I just said you were the fifth, that means there's four. <laughs> so I'm assuming I'm your mission? Yes. Here, drink to your heart's content. Uh, yeah. I wish I was there to facepalm. I have a feeling we're going to be great friends, Alphonse. So, yeah, Alphonse, he knows your name, like your real name, not the one that you gave to the... Yeah, <laughs> might want to keep that down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, no, I am a John Smith. <laughs> You secret safe with me. We aren't exactly all liked around here, at least not anymore. Oh, that reminds me, Theo, you are a gladiator in Lucerta. So I'm actually wondering, um, Alphonse, if you want to roll a city-wise real quick to recognize that Theo was a gladiator, like this this famous gladiator, like he's notable as a gladiator. Oh, he knows me as uh It would yeah, he uh, goes under a different name, but you might have recognized him just by his look Theo. and the trident and stuff like that. Do you want to roll that? What's or? the obstacle? What do you have for the scope? Four. Four? Um, is he a noble-wise for that, since he's... No, uh, it, it's, it's not about being a noble. No one in... He's a nobility of an entirely different country, and oh, nobility okay. doesn't have a lot to do with here. It'd be city-wise. Oh, okay, I have three then. Okay, go ahead and make it a uh, two. Oh, wow. Okay, so Jared, for whatever reason, just narratively, we decided that Alphonse has not gone to the gladiator pits to watch. I was, I was ready to say something. So he doesn't recognize it. Antonius, you, do you think you'd recognize him? I spent the last five years in prison, so it, unless, uh, uh, it's been, unless he's been a gladiator longer than five years, there's no narrative way he I has. He has been a gladiator longer than five years. Um, I'm going to go up to my room and be like, thanks for the drink, Alphonse. We'll start tomorrow. Yes. By the way, name's Thanos. 
and I walk out with my drink. And then you both recognize that name as the famous gladiator who like got the got the approval of a noble and was given his freedom. I'm like, mm, yes, I'm definitely going to make it my so, friend. <laughs> I don't trust I don't trust them to give him my, my real name right now, so I'm just calling I'm just pretending I'm Thanos because yeah, people yeah. know me as Thanos. Mm-hmm. But eventually after I gain the trust, I'll probably give my real name. Names have power. Yeah. Quote that Patrick Rothfuss. I get extremely drunk. Of course you do. And I make merry with all the, the folks in the... Like, literally, the only other person besides the priest who is in this hostel is uh, Theo. So... And he went to his room, didn't he? Yeah, so literally you just have Antonius and a couple priests. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, 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 get the, I get all the priests really drunk. I'm just like, hey, priests, drink, I'm going to buy you tons of alcohol. Persuasion. Give me a persuasion. I'm going to return to my room before this goes south. <laughs> okay. Persuasion. Go ahead and make it an ob six. Ob oh, six. Oh, man. <laughs> They're priests, dude. They're a bunch of practical banker priests. <laughs> Can I add conspicuous? <laughs> no. Can't fuck that. <laughs> Darn. Okay. You have a gray shaded pers- persuasion? He does. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah, and you've got two sixes. You, two sixes. you can do a fate for this. Okay. I'll do a fate. You re- uh, roll it too. Nice. nice. I got it. Oh, sweet. (laughs) Okay, so you get the priest roaring drunk. Yes. (laughs) We're we're just singing and dancing on the table. Do I hear this, by the way? When? Oh, yeah. Oh, you hear it. You hear it. I'll probably go down. Okay, is it permissible for a priest to get drunk? Especially, like, while they're in their active duty? Well, I mean, you're the one who knows Johnson. Like, Bryce, because the Pope has a son, so... Well, I mean, yeah, like, we've based mostly on stuff where that wouldn't be okay, so I don't know if that's okay here. You're the doctrine guy, so... I mean, like, anybody who was, like, in charge of them would not allow bankers to get drunk. (laughs) Especially (laughs) priest bankers. Wait, 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 is is the preacher drunk or the banker? The same, All the, of them priests no, are the bankers. Oh, the priests are the bankers. They're banker priests. They're like banker like, priests. Oh, okay. They're that priests of the they're priests of the patron saint of trade. So do you want me to just roll, and if it succeeds, then it's yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead and roll at op three for your doctrine. All right. So they're not allowed to get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that was that was a fragrant violation of their oaths. Yeah. So <laughs> like, okay, yeah, I hear it right going on, and I'm like, that sounds like a lot more than just Alphonse, which is what I expected. <laughs> and so I think I go down there, and I see them that way. Now, what kind of authority does a holy knight have to exercise over somebody who's just broken uh, law? Probably some authority. You want to go I ahead and make another that. make another doctrine roll to see what you can do, and if you succeed, All then right. you can do whatever you you know, kind of a thing. Uh, make, <laughs> I murdered that. <laughs> make, make it make it an ob. Okay, what do you want to be able to do to these people? I mean, basically, I should be able to report them to a, their superiors and have them. Oh basically yeah, I mean, you don't need to roll for that. Or, or, yeah, you don't okay. need to roll for that. I thought you were going to say like I have like the legal right to maim them or something. Like, well, no, I don't think they'd probably let me be judged jury and execution and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, he totally goes down and he just, I think he confronts them and he's like, what are you doing? They look at you and they're like, um, um, uh, and they're they're stuttering, kind of like blabbering over themselves like, (laughs) no, he, he, it was he, and they're like blaming each other, the priests are. It was Dilf! It was Dilf! Uh, what what is the god's name again? Their saint's name again? Adamar. Okay. (laughs) May Adamar have mercy on your soul. I'm like, don't think the high priest of Adenar won't hear about this. And then he kind of like moves up to find some of their paperwork and goes yeah, over to their I'll counter. Kill them all, and yeah. then everything will be solved. He goes over to their counter with like their magical paperwork, and I think he like got he, like waves one over because he doesn't have the magic that they use. 
And he's like, you're going to pen this note. <laughs> and he points to it. Um, well, okay, I don't think... I don't think they necessarily have... So I'm trying to think of how this would a work. Magical pen. Like, maybe it's just magical magic pen powers. and magical parchment. I don't think the, with the nine disciplines it's possible to, like, enchant a pen or paper to do that okay. kind of stuff. It would be, like... They, they, would, they probably have, like, telepathy is what they would be... What they would have. Okay. So they, like, have <laughs> uh, a... They have, like, a, a, a telepathic kind of, like, route setup of, like, I send the information that just got transferred, like, the coins or whatever got just transferred to, like, the main guy. And he's, like, a person who, like, writes it all down. Okay, do they have any method of confirming that so that one of their priests can't just decide that they just want all the money in someone's account? It probably goes through, like, a series of checkpoints and, and like, other priests, like, affirm it. <laughs> in that case, okay, so is there any method of me knowing, can I make him say it out loud and then, find, and like, have that be the transmission? Like, can I, is there a way of me knowing what he's psychically transmitting? No, not really. Getting a drunk telepath I mean, like, to send a note incriminating yeah. himself Wait. would be extremely yeah. difficult. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's, a drunken, it's a drunken note. No, the priest is just sending it. Oh, I was about to say that's that's It would be impossible to not be incriminating. That's the point. <laughs> my, my point is I need to make sure that, like, so, okay, because it's psychic, so it's, it's what he's thinking. Yeah. And he's speaking, that's what he's thinking. So can I make him speak the sure, words instead sure. of those? Yeah. Okay. So I, I pen out a thing. I do have right. So I pen out a thing. Do you I'm have like, intimidation? No, but I have suasion. Okay, sure. Go ahead and make a persuasion roll for me. Um, All right. At uh, ob three, probably. It's not too difficult. Can I use doctrine as a thing? Sure, you can fork that in. Sweet. All right, you said three? Yeah. Back to the rolls here. Oh, wow, you wow. failed. Uh, yep, yeah, didn't get any sixes either. Wow, uh, okay. So, <laughs> I think you don't know. I think what basically happens is you're saying all this stuff about, like, this is, you know, you're gonna, your souls are gonna get, right. like, whatever like you're gonna be damned for this or whatever and the priest says something out loud and then the moment after he finishes speaking he actually sends the telepathic message and it's something different obviously he can't force them to send a thing but yeah. as long as he gets them to telepathically send something they're drunk he knows it's gonna come off that way mm-hmm. but he's not really worried about whether or not to say what he's going to say so if it doesn't work, I mean, like, oh yeah. To be honest, they don't they don't send anything. Then he just refuses to yeah. send it. Yeah. I'm gonna actually make have him make a falsehood roll against your uh, your will, and just right. is see. There any, is there any method of knowing that he's using magic? Like I, they have to do something. They have to use something, right? They have a they have a direct connection to their god. So basically, they have to pray. All of them? Yeah, that's that's what it's based off of. It's the Adamari okay, language. Yeah, much more common than I thought. There's a difference between having the nine disciplines and and having a connection to the god and having faith. Right. Those are two very different things. Right. Well, I mean, like, uh, I mean, I was under the impression that having somebody who can directly get that from the god is rare. But if this is something that they do in every bank, including this random one on the road, it would have to be something that's relatively common enough that they can do that. Oh, yeah, it is. is is, Like minor things like this are very, very easy for the god to just kind of like not even think about and just kind of manage. It's It's, not that it's not a lot of people can do it. It's that not a lot of people can get him to you know do something like that. So you're saying, okay, gotcha. All right, fair enough. My will is Um, six, so. Yeah. No, good luck. <laughs> and they totally don't have falsehood, so... I don't know. Because why would they have falsehood? I don't know. Yeah. If they're um, super honest bankers, they probably... Yeah. Okay, so obviously... So now, if they defy this order of... I mean, that's that's essentially heresy, isn't it? Dang, son. Um, <laughs> and yeah, there's just random priests, so they don't have any fate points, so... Yeah. They just I mean, okay, so if they basically committed a sin and they're ordered to confess and they don't, I mean, like, they straight up defy and like a holy order. That's holy basically God. blasphemy, isn't it? Like, much. That's, what? Yeah, Sorry, it was, it was obstacle six and doubled because it's a skill. Yeah, if you're rolling know. a skill you don't have, yeah, it doubles. So. 
<laughs> they got wrecked. Well, um, boys, so, uh, I think we found our heretics. <laughs> I didn't even send anything, and I'm like, okay, you're gonna die. Yeah, Caleb. So, can I convince them that everything's fine and that David's a horrible knight and that he's the son of the Pope and he was about to be executed? Each other, man. Realize if you start talking about that, I'm just gonna kill you. <laughs> or I'll cut your tongue out. <laughs> then then we'll both you. die. I can't cut your tongue out, and I will do it. But you know Theo what? and Antonius both like me, so they'll be. I'm sorry, dude. Be... I just I, I'm in my room, dude. I walked yeah. away oh, no, when he started Tony getting drunk. Yeah, no, I walked away, yeah. too. Wrecked. <laughs> worth Wrecked. it. Worth it. I'm doing it, Caleb. I'm, I'm so, so what are you exactly doing again? I'm going to uh, defame David in front of them and be like, whoa, listen, guys, it's fine. This guy, this guy's just messing with you. He, he's actually, you know, son of the Pope. He was just about to be executed, you know. Yeah, that's probably for, why we would say I failed dissuasion, because I was trying to convince them to do that, and they didn't. Yes, but now I'm actively trying to defame you. Yeah, no, basically it's like... Renew their self-esteem. So, so what is your exact intent here? What do you want to be I'm persuading them into believing David isn't as good and holy as he is. I mean, that's kind of irrelevant, because... Yeah, yeah, like, what do you want, what do you want <laughs> them to do? What do you want them to, to do? To completely disregard what he says and be like, oh, this guy kind of sucks. Well, I mean, they know how the law works. They know they're in deep crap, and if, if they know that I know they didn't just send that, then they've just... Well, this is a question I've asked. Is that basically... Is that heresy or is that not as bad? Because, I mean, they basically just defied their own creed. At that but point. the thing like, is, it's yeah, like, but clear if you're the one saying it. Because yeah, but it's, it's they like, will when I kill them, and I'll be justified in that. No one else will know that you said that. So, I mean, you can say it then, but it won't matter. Jared, I don't think... With what you've said so far, I don't think there's really a role. I think they already believe that. Yeah, obviously, um, they're, they're going to believe whatever it is that doesn't get them killed. But, I mean, okay, so... At that point, have they done something that's bad enough that I can haul them to an authority or kill them myself or whatever? I mean, or, kind of, but, like, you're kind of outside of the normal rank and file of, like, the priesthood or whatever. It would be kind of odd for you to do so. Like, you're not really the one who should. Like, you would be the one who'd be, like, report them to someone and then just leave. But if you wanted to, like, right. drag them... Well, that's, what I mean. court, that's why I said, like, haul them to a place they would be... Okay, uh, the only problem would be... There's not really a place nearby, and to be honest, one, the person you would probably report them to is the main priest in charge of this place, and he was doing it too, so. Well, I mean, there's gotta be someone I could report him to. Yeah, but he's not, like, it would yeah. be back in Lucerta, which is a day's ride backwards. Right. Um, no, you're not going to report these priests. <laughs> I'm going to. I might have to wait till I get no, to No, I mean, but... not going back to Lucerta no, yeah. to report no, these no, priests. Not going backwards. <laughs> I think I just tell them, I'm like, you better go pray that uh, this goes well for you. Mm-hmm. And then I go back and I, I pen a note to the head priest of that branch of... I feel like you probably just pen a note and then don't address it to anyone. You're just going to address right. it to the first person you, like, find. Right. Well, I was yeah. planning to be, like, to find a runner once we got to the village to send the ah, letter to Okay, me. yeah, so the high priest so, of a- Adamar in the town over or whatever. Yeah, so I pen that, and I, I include all of the stuff and that they refuse to confess and by, you know, reporting the, their own behavior and that they were impenitent and that sure. they should be... Yeah, sure. Punished. What is Cantarius up to while all this is happening? To be honest, I was going to ask if I could like get a room. We're still trying to get. We, we haven't slept yet, have we? I have drunk now. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> They're scared out of their minds. So um, I can just yeah. steal a room, basically? Yeah. I couldn't do anything about you it. Probably could. Right. You just squat in one of the rooms. I'll just kind of go in one of the, the not really nice rooms and I'm just going to like go to bed. Because <laughs> at this point, I just nice. don't want to be a part of any of this. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I don't really want to sleep outside. <laughs> so, can I like maybe 
be like, hey, priest, I'm going to go sleep in this room. And then just like walk away. Sure. So like all this is happening and they're like Curtis arguing and whatnot. You just kind of like walk past. You're like, I'm going to take a room. OK. And then you just walk yeah. past. And the priest just like kind of like looks at you once. Uh, and then David like is like, no, your eyes on me right now. Like and then yeah. starts berating right, him. Good, good. Yeah. Thanks, David. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, the other thing I want to in that report specify that it was jared that basically caused all of that <laughs> and name him by name and probably the fact that he tried to go by a fake alias i don't know if i know that i don't think i was there when he said no, that. So never, that. yeah i'm going to in that report be like yeah it was his fault basically hope it makes its way to the inquisitor <laughs> but anyway uh and that's it yeah then after that, i'll go to bed and i'm definitely gonna lock my door and do i know oh yeah you you pulled the cell doors off of things so I'm going to take a chair from the, <laughs> from the room and like oh, slam wait, it into what? the door pulling... so that it can't open, the, the door can't be opened. Um, yeah. So I, I'm definitely like, yeah, I'm not going to allow him to just walk into my room. I don't know that you can pick locks, but I know you can pull oh. metal cells off their hinges. Okay, so. so you're talking about the room you're sleeping in. Yeah. My room, yes. Gotcha. Yeah, not, he, he better not be locking me in or I'm coming after someone. Yeah, I assume there's a, I assume there's a window in, the, in this room too, right? Yeah. All right. So, so let's go ahead and kind of like fast forward here. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Alphonse, what do you do the rest of the night since your priest buddies are probably like going to bed? <laughs> uh, I go in my room, put everything in the room against the door and other openings, and go to bed in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that sounds like something you do when Dellen is in the same building. I feel Something like I feel like just that there is good enough for my belief of putting you in your place. You just pushed all the furniture against your wall. No, that's just literally window. something I'm going to do from now on. Two of the five party want to murder me. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like his intention is to be like, you need to know your place, and you sound like you're scared of him, which is your place. So, mm-hmm. anyways, then we'll have that conversation. Yeah. Sleep. So, yeah, yeah. I think everybody goes to bed. Let's let's go ahead and take like a quick like four minute break right here, and then come right back. Okay. We'll be back soon. Characters in the Burning Wheel are forever getting shot and stabbed, burned by Sorcerer's Hellfire, and falling off of cliffs. All of these recreational activities take their toll. They grind the characters down until they eventually give up the ghost. The injury mechanics of Burning Wheel describe just how big a toll they take. Recovery and treatment are ways to get by without paying too high a cost. Every character has six tolerances, or wound levels, that are spread out along a scale. Superficial, light, midi, severe, traumatic, and mortal. Superficial wounds are deep cuts, hard bumps, bruises, and bad scrapes. Light wounds are bad burns, fractures, broken toes, broken nose, or even the pain from an extremely hard gut punch. Midi wounds are broken arms, ribs, and legs, yanked muscles, twisted ligaments, and massive cuts. Severe wounds are shattered bones, horrible burns, torn limbs, and internal bleeding. Traumatic wounds are missing limbs, shattered ribs, third-degree burns, and disembowelment. Mortal wounds come in a variety of flavors, from decapitation to a shot on the heart to a good knock on the skull. Every time a character is injured, we plot the damage on the scale mentioned before and note what tolerance, or wound level, it falls on. 
each new injury is marked separately from any previous ones. The place on the scale they fall is usually referred to with a B and then a following number, such as B1, B4, or B7, all the way up to B16. Usually a character's mortal wound will fall somewhere between B9 and B11, depending on how tough they are. Wounds have different effects depending on how severe they are. All superficial wounds give a character a plus one ob penalty to their rolls. Light wounds give minus one dice. Mini wounds give minus two dice. Severe minus three. And traumatic wounds minus four. Mortal wounds instantly knock a character flat and must be attended to before the character can do anything else. Most of the time, this means a character dies. Wound penalties are subtracted from stats, skills, reflexes, and steel. Health, your mortal wound, circles, resources, and emotional attributes like faith are not affected. The penalties from various wounds are cumulative. Any wound, midi or higher, if not tended quickly, will bleed out. This can cause further debilitation and penalties and can also result in the character's death. This bleeding can be stopped with a successful medicinal skill test. The obstacles vary depending on the skill used and the severity of the wound. Wounds midi or higher need to be treated before a character can recover from them. This also requires a successful medicinal skill test of a varied obstacle. This test also provides bonus dice to the recovery test. A character must rest to recover. They can travel, study, or converse, but not fight or adventure. If they do this, they can make a health test to recover. Superficial wounds require an obstacle 1 health test, light wounds require an ob 2, and so on. If both treatment and recovery are successful, the character is on the path to recovery. All their dice will be eventually regained, though it may take weeks or months. But sometimes luck is against a character, and something goes wrong in either the treatment process or with the health test. There are various penalties attached to this failure, though we won't list them all here. Suffice it to say that it can be pretty unfortunate, so don't fail your tests. We'll talk about mortal wounds another time. For now, let's return to the game. This is Crow Inquisitors. Hello, we're back. We're skipping forward, and uh, you guys wake up. I mean, I'm assuming that you just kind of, like, get ready to go and are ready to set off and stuff like that, and then... I got up at 4 a.m. Okay, all right. What are you doing when everybody else is kind of, like, getting ready to go and, like, getting their horses ready? Like, how do you kind of, like, introduce yourself to the rest of the people? Probably sitting outside by the horses, just, like, observing nature, kind of, like, practicing being observant. Anybody else interact with Adam's character as you guys are going about your everyday business? I buy both him and, and Antonius a very fancy, luxurious breakfast. The priest refused to sell you anything more. Uh, I still get my breakfast because yeah. I paid for it earlier, mm-hmm. right? I can't persuade awesome. Oh, Let's try that again. Who do we think gets up the earliest out of all of us? Me. Adam's I mean, you said you got up at like four, but I meant out of the other group. Because I'm... my vision for Dylan is that he gets up early and does like a prayer thing and then just kind of goes out because he's mm-hmm. got the discipline thing so I assume he's got that kind of crap. Yeah, he, he definitely gets up before me but I want to know if I'm the first person to come out and talk to you because I don't know that you're in our group yet. I would assume so. Yeah, okay. Antonius isn't well I would say Antonius would not be next up. I would figure he's not like 
lazy, but not particularly not super motivated, I imagine, he's motivated or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I imagine Alphonse is probably the last to wake up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a hangover like that, he'd be oh, oh yeah. lucky if he's awake uh, by the time he's on his horse. We'll just hog tie him and throw him over a horse. It's okay. I've probably done that so many times. <laughs> so, uh, Connor, how early do you think your character would get up? I would probably be the first one to see Theo, but I can't see, so. <laughs> how, how early do you think you get up? Because he's up at four. Uh, I'm thinking Dellen's probably, probably up six. at six or seven. Okay, yeah, so we probably get up pretty similar time. Dellen would, would at least spend a little bit praying. So you probably go out first, unless you have a ritual you do in the morning. No, probably you probably not. get up at the same time. Okay. So you're probably out first if you want to. I'll, I'll interject shortly with me coming out. Cantarius, do you uh, come out and proverbially see yeah. Theo? Yeah. So I know that he's a part of our group, though, correct? You do not. Because you I just walked through during the drunken priest fiasco. You have no idea who this so, guy is. Oh, okay. I probably wouldn't greet him then. So you just kind of get like, your horse ready and whatnot, and what are you doing, yeah. Theo? Kind of not looking at him, but I know he's there. He must be Cantarius, the one they say is blind. I was going to say I'd turn sharply to him, but I, there's no reason for me to turn anything. Um, <laughs> I, I don't really stop doing whatever I'm doing. Probably putting my saddle on my horse or something like that. And I say, how do you know me? I know all of you. I was born before I got here. I'd probably pull on my staff and say, so you've come to kill us then. <laughs> nice. Calm down. I'm not here to kill you. I'm here to join you. I'm the one you're looking for. Oh. Welcome to the dysfunctional misfit team. I assume that you're as evil as the rest of us. <laughs> Deserving not of death. Evil. Not part of your team. I'm just following orders. Which is to That's join the team, team, right? And yeah. the <laughs> no, no. And you don't want to know what I've done. I don't think any of us want to know what we've done. I suffered through Alphonse's litany once. I'm not going to suffer. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> I guess I'm in the right place then. Delon, do you want to interject at this point? Yeah. So I think he comes out with uh, some of the feed for the horse or whatever. Unless they do that, which I don't know if he trusts them to do that at this point. Uh, he probably goes you do it, yeah. They're probably, probably still hungover by now. So I think he walks up and he's just like, what place is that? And then he drops the feed down and into the trough for the horse or whatever. Misfits. Well, there's definitely a lot of those. Are you referring to our group of misfits? Say that. So are you the one we're looking for? They didn't exactly give us much to go on. Yeah, I'm the one you're looking for. I guess I'm looking for you too, in a way. <laughs> so so standoffish and vague. I love it. <laughs> he just I think he kind of pauses like, okay, and he just nods. He's like, sounds good. He's like, what did you do? Enough. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> He kind of makes like a bug-eyed, like, oh, yeah, cool. And then he just kind of like gets on the horse. Listen, I don't want to be a part of your gang. I'm just following orders. Let's get this over with. He just kind of shakes his head. None of us want to be part of this gang. If this gang had any choice in the matter, we'd all be dead. We'd all killed each other by now. Not exactly a big fan of the church or the gods. And right away, Dellen, that is something that would pros- probably trigger you because no- you don't call them the Triggered. gods. They're, they're the patron. Triggered. They're the patron Triggered. saints. If you say the gods, right. then you're a pagan. He means patron saints, though, doesn't he? His character and his culture, where he come from, they call them gods. But that's definitely a point of contention between Saran and the rest of the world. <laughs> Saran uh, is like, no, there's one god, and there's a bunch of patron saints. He shakes his head. He's like, no wonder you're here. Oh, heathen. 
And then he just kind of kicks the, the horse and kind of, he's just going to go out onto the road, kind of just ahead. Is village nearby? Uh, it's about a day's ride. Okay, so he's not going to go far. He's not actually riding there. He's just going to kind of go out and look around in the area. Mm-hmm. So we get a look at things. What happens when yeah, Antonius wakes up then? He's going to prep himself for the day, shave his beard, and eat a good breakfast. Well, shave, trim his beard. Oh, I was about to say, wow, that's, that's, a, that's a big change there. And sharpen the knife. Always sharpen the knife. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What's your knife skill? I think it's like four. Four, yes. So, um, Alphonse, you wake up and your head is on fire. And what? <laughs> no, uh, as in your head is on fire, like ah, uh, with pain. Oh, I was like, I didn't. Oh, do I that. Meant, yeah, it wasn't me. No. I, yeah, I was with like, oh, <laughs> oh, with pain. Oh my goodness, the, uh, the priest like, did not set his head on fire. Uh, I'm just oh. still blame yes. Dalton for it. Though. Hangovers, yes. I should still it's blame Dalton. So you missed it. <laughs> yeah, like ah, oh, it's been so long. The sweet. <laughs> Oh, the goodness. Oh, my goodness. A, a priest comes... Or, so you're, you passed out in the common room, I'm assuming? What? No, I said I uh, locked myself in right. the room. Right, you did. Yeah. You're in the closet, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That probably is my, what has... What? has uh, out of the closet. Has, uh, added to your headache. I don't think he really came out of a closet as much as he knocked on the door of one. Oh, I get what you're saying. <laughs> oh, is anybody in there? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm probably the straightest one in this party. I mean, <laughs> considering just ask, just ask my sister. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're like, oh, you oh, man. Oh, man. oh my goodness! Yeah. Okay, I I go say hi to my new friend Theo. I'm just like, top of the morning, Theo. I am extremely hungover. And it is glorious. <laughs> we gained strength. We have a long journey ahead of us. Yes. So, I actually I realized that I put feed in the trough for my horse and then immediately left with it. So, I don't think I left. I probably just went inside. Because that makes no sense. I'm yeah. not like, I was about to say. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I probably just went inside and then I, I'll probably come back in a second. Sure, Plus, I don't sure. want to just be gone for all the scenes. So. Well, so I asked the Oh, I, I did. I, I, uh, have you had the uh, pleasure of meeting my uh, my brother, Dellen? I have. Yeah. Watch out. He's a very uh, very short tempered, not nice guy. Yeah, I kind of see that. So I think he comes back out doing after doing whatever, probably checking on the priests and making sure they were not drinking more. And he's like, and my brother has a silver tongue, hence his incredibly expansive vocabulary. And then he just kind of. Meets up against the building and starts eating. So what do we got here? The noble, the fool, the blind man, and the blacksmith. Or, yeah, the blacksmith. Did someone say noble? <laughs> and Antonius steps into the room. I pointed <laughs> David. You realize he knows sure you know we're did. brothers, don't you? Antonius by now? We're twins. I have a feeling that though Antonius yes. knows that they're, they're both nobles, he probably hasn't really thought about it a whole lot until now. Yeah. My view of them would have been criminals first. Mm-hmm. It's just now sinking in that, hey, they're part of that oppressive class called the nobility. Yeah. And as soon as Jared points me out, and I'm like, you're a moron. You're, you're my twin. If, if I'm a noble, that means you're a noble twin. <laughs> I just baseball. Yes, I literally I'm baseball. trying to bring down the papacy. 
Uh, yes, but that is not the papacy is not the nobility. They're the cause. There's of no the distinction. Um, yes, quite certain. There's a distinction. He doesn't oh, think so. That's true, but one of the priests kind of walks in, and you can tell that he's like nursing a headache as well. Um, and he kind of into the middle of all this tension. Yeah, he he comes he comes up to y'all and he's like, um, does everyone have what they need? Are you about to get on your way? And he's kind of like wringing his hands. Thank you for your hospitality. We must be going. Ah, uh, good, good, good. Yes, uh, uh, safe travels. Uh, may the blessings of Adamar go with you. Now and now, he's like, expect to hear from, your, from the head priest in a few days. I don't know how long it takes him. In a day or two. And then he kind of goes to ready the horse for travel. Yes, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, all right. Um, <laughs> goodbye. And he just kind of like wanders back. I'm just like... <laughs> Oh man! Tell your god that Thanos sends his regards. We must be on our journey. And by the way, you hear me talking to myself, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, I'm trying to kill you. Don't take it personal. <laughs> you recall the Inquisitor stating that if one of us kills another, we all die. I think I lived my life trying to survive. Well, you're still alive, so yes, I would assume so. I don't imagine you will carry that trident to the god. A. I'm alive because the gods want me to be alive. They're afraid of me. <laughs> oh wow! Oh man, that's a blasphemous statement if there oh, ever was oh, one. Hashtag arrogance. You should thank the gods that they put this curse on you. It's the only thing keeping you alive for saying something like that. He mounts the horse. He's oh, like, oh. we should go. Did you mean patron saints? Yes, sorry. Oh. Technically, he usually talks in the name of the Holy God, which is just weird for me to say, so that's why I say gods all the time. Call them what you want, but I hate them all. Now his knuckles whiten on his sword, because he can't do anything. <laughs> well, that's not true. He could mutilate him, but... And then you just uh, hear me audibly go, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the <laughs> lines have been drawn in the sand. No, Antonius moves his large body between Dylan and Theo. <laughs> Wait, why, why is Antonius between us? Because he doesn't want me to try and kill you. Yeah. I don't want any of us to die because I don't want to die. Yeah, he knows that if any of us get killed, we all die, and he doesn't want it to happen. Right now, Delon's kind of uh, chief suspect and the man I'm yes. watching because yes. he's going to be the first to kill someone as far as I'm concerned. Well, originally that was the case. Now we're not sure because Theo is apparently going to randomly murder people. All right, so are we going to continue with our... Uh... I would say we mount up and continue on toward our uh, destination. Uh, our very first mission together. Aww. So sweet. Guys, let's take a selfie. <laughs> About to go murder oh, some heretics. Hey, get like a priest and draw a picture, you know? We're like, <laughs> but they actually say if any of you die for any reason, you all die because what? I mean, we're going there to kill heretics. What if one of us just? No, no, no. That, that's not what it is. It's basically like if you kill each other, then you'll. Okay. Uh, all I remember was saying if someone dies, and I was like, if you kill ahead. each other, you guys continue on towards the village of Estal, which is a coastal like fishing village. Um, and unless something else tension-filled happens on the way there, I'm assuming you guys just get there. Probably one as evening is falling again. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're riding... I imagine there's a lot of conversation yeah. on our ride. No. <laughs> you're, you're riding... Uh, well, unless Alphonse says anything. <laughs> Alphonse. At this point, I'm just trying to get on Antonius and Theo's good side. You know, idle chatter. You know, talking them up. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. I want to keep a running tally of the number of one-sided conversations Alphonse has with him throughout the day. <laughs> curious what that'll end up being when we get to the town. 34. <laughs> How openly hostile towards Alphonse is your character? Like, can I, can I tell them I have an ally in getting rid of Alphonse in Cantarius? Because or... I think he would probably try and befriend you. Like, what were your crimes again? Uh, treason. Treason, right, that was what it was. Okay. Was there any more extrapolation to that, or was it just treason? Nope, just okay, treason. I don't think we had any, okay. Uh, now, the king is still alive, right? So it should have been attempted treason, right? Well, is it king? No. It, she, treason she, is any form of plotting or... Yeah. Right, right. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, murder. like, I, I know you didn't succeed in killing the king, right? Or overthrowing the crown. No, no he, just... he maimed the prince, which is okay. treason. Would so, I know that that's what happened? I mean, if the prince got maimed... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Good shot. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, Antonius and probably assume, is fine with that. <laughs> I assume I also know that it happened in a collapsing building, right? Like, I yes, know it wasn't, yeah. he didn't run up and cut his hand off with a sword yeah. or anything. Okay. So, because of all of all the people here, you're the least ridiculously <laughs> criminal. Have you said anything, like, against the gods yet? I can't remember. I've not done anything wrong. So. No, he did. Um, he's called the church evil, remember? Oh, that's right. Oh, that's true. Uh, man, I, was, I almost <laughs> thought I had a buddy. <laughs> Pretty much everyone is against you <laughs> in the fact Goody that yeah. you're just... I'm not against anybody. That is why I have a gray shade sword. Because <laughs> <laughs> if they all rushed you, you probably still kill them all. Yeah. Goody two shoes over. There's going to be the loner for a long time. I mean, I don't think you can call me goody two shoes. Yeah. I did murder a bishop. <laughs> you're tattling on a bunch of priests. And yes, I'm doing that. Yeah, you're still goody two shoes. <laughs> doing my sworn duty. I'm just good at my job. Anyways, uh... Okay, so... There's one quick thing I want to ask Antonius. Sure, yeah. I ask Antonius what he thinks about my, uh, escapade last night with the, uh, priests. I say nothing. <laughs> like the other 33 times you've attempted. <laughs> I thought you got the wrong idea from that. What I was trying to do was lead whoever the church may have following us, you know, astray. Because I continue I, to drag the pen along the small sheet of paper. Yeah. Yes, I know. I, I just, just wait till I get to the persuasion roll. It'll, it'll be good. I'm like, yes, I, I used a false name to keep the trail cold, and I got them all drunk so they wouldn't recognize what we looked like. I got them just staunch drunk so they wouldn't remember anything or be you able to remember that I'm wearing stuff with very recognizable imagery. Exactly. On it, right? That's why I got them very, very drunk. Yeah, and then I made a huge deal out of it. And now I'm going to report them. They're obviously but again, that's on, that's on Delon, not Alphonse. Alphonse has been pretty much uh, unanimous in this, except for the letter you're going to write to the high priest. Oh, right. Well, I mean, he yeah. was saying he was covering our tracks. He might have been trying to cover his, but he didn't cover ours because of me. Uh, but, you know. Ours and of you. And I'm just like, yeah, sorry, uh, Delon kind of ruined it, though. So, yeah, I tried to persuade Antonius into thinking I'm not an idiot. I mean, this would be a falsehood role. It wouldn't be a persuade. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. Okay, okay, you know what? Okay. Your line's uh, already about four inches long here. I'm using okay, so them to measure the relative length of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna... I'll, I'll do false other. It's fine. I'll use persuasion. Bullcrap-wise... Josh, do you think Antonius mm-hmm. could possibly believe this? Is this a thing that Alphonse, with a good enough role, could convince you of? Specifically, which is what is the attempt to convince me that what I did yesterday wasn't me just being stupid? It was he has there a plan. All right, some so purpose plan behind it. 
It would have to be pretty good persuasion. Okay, that's fine. What do you, what do you think the obstacle would be? Go ahead and set it yourself. You just have pretty good persuasion. So. Well, my obstacle wouldn't the obstacle just be my will? Though? It is, oh, it would. Yeah, but you can add it on to believe it. it oh, okay. There can be so your, your base will is three. Oh, wow. You're really easy to persuade of things. I am, oh, unfortunately. Man. I was figuring a six okay, because I'm six predisposed works. to not believe him mm-hmm. due to what I've seen. But sure, sure. also, I am apparently very gullible. So go ahead and roll that also then, Alphonse. Can I make a roll to try and increase that difficulty? To like, not directly, because I mean, the difficulty of his thing is... Antonius doesn't will. even like you. Why would he listen to you? Well, if I'm right, I mean, he's not stupid. So, I mean, Ooh, if I say something, it doesn't make sense. You're not. You have six perception, Antonius. So, I mean, if I say something that makes sense, it's going to make him... So, my will is small, so it's easy to change my mind, but my perception, I have a pretty good understanding that. So, my impressions of people would be mostly you're... correct then. Mm-hmm. I feel like what it is is you're so acute and like pick up so many things that you probably convince yourself of things. <laughs> He's so cute. And That's really very true. Yeah, oh, yeah. True. I'm probably actually like, oh, probably all more apt to things. believe conspiracy yeah. theories because I see. The... <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. You see yeah, so many details that you can just believe anything. I like this. Exactly. I'm actually going to play to that. All right, That's cool. cool. So, can I make a roll to do that? I mean, I don't have any good rolls for this, but basically, I'm just trying to make it harder for. Alphonse to convince Antonius that he wasn't just being stupid because obviously it's not true because he was. I mean, obviously he wasn't mm-hmm. covering our tracks. That would have been obvious from the get go based on the fact that we were being so. Sure, sure. If you just want to like kind of fill in more oh. details, then you can just add one to the ob. I'm fine with that. Oh, yeah. Basically, every time he says something, I'm just being like, except this. Got it. Got name. it. Got it. Okay. That's so that. ob seven, okay. Alphonse. Oh yeah. I guess it would just be kind of like a help, but in reverse, like yep. a hindrance. Okay. Come on, baby. I need a new pair of shoes. <laughs> there is no possible way. You failed. Sweet. As Alphonse trails off after the end of his spiel, I sort of end the <laughs> I'm <laughs> the now seven inch long line with a little flourish. Oh, I love it. I'll grow on you. I'll grow on you. Alright, so uh let's go ahead and skip forward and the scene ends yeah. right there and the scene opens again as you ride up to this town. Cause this is like a kind of like cliffy area. There's like a section of like hillocks and like bluffs that you're kind of riding through as this path goes up to the town. You can see the town in the distance. You can see the walls of the town. It's like a wooden palisade. Uh, well, it's not palisade exactly. It's a wooden wall. It's it's a sturdy-looking wall, but it is... Is this a keep? That is a um a monastery. All right. A nunnery. A nunnery? Yeah. yeah these are I was like, this is the dumbest place uh, like on this map to put a <laughs> All right, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, that it's a nunnery. So I forgot about that, yeah. But okay, so you're riding up through these like kind of like bluffs and you're all, you know, riding up to the town. Uh, you can see it in the distance. And um, Connor, you actually hear this before everybody else does because you have magic. Can I make observation yeah. rolls? I need tests. Yeah, go ahead and make an uh, observation roll, everybody. And Connor, you can just roll the hearing. Yeah, just roll the hearing. What's the obstacle for the for hearing what we hear? Um, let's go ahead and say the ob is four. Dang, son. Ninjas. I got wrecked, but that's okay. Wow. Yeah, I did too. So no one hears this. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it's probably more like a three. None of us notice. Nice. We're all just arguing. So yeah, you're probably like talking. Okay, Alphonse is being really loud. Alphonse is singing. This line is closer to 12 inches by now. I'm going to cut your tongue out. And now I have to scratch out the entire line because someone answered him. (laughs) 
<laughs> Wait, what's coming at us again? I mean, I, I'm not actually going to say that. If I want to cut his tongue out, which I do, I'm, I'm probably going to make it as covert as possible. You actually see. All right, so so you guys are riding, um, and Alphonse is like singing, or actually, what are you doing, Alphonse? Are you singing, or be being loud, or what? What are you doing? Me and Theo are playing patty cake. You're on horses, man. Exactly. Extreme patty cake. Theo, are you okay with that? Wait, what? Alphonse wants to play patty cake with you. No, I'm not okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) So, so this is Alphonse trying to convince Theo to play patty cake with him, or some Serrano equivalent of patty cake. You guys are riding, and the camera like kind of zooms in onto like a bit of the bluff, and like a stone like kind of falls down as if someone was like above it, and but no one notices. And then you hear some muffled voices, and but no one notices it because Alphonse is being so loud. And then I'm going to go ahead and make a roll here. Uh, roll your agility, Alphonse. Just against a one. Oh, nice. Yes. All right. So just at the last second, you manage to put your head back as a rock whizzes by your head. You feel the wind and then you hear but I'm riding side by side with Theo. Wouldn't he get hit then? Go ahead and make an agility, Theo. <laughs> Way to go. Jared. Way to go. Hey, now if Theo gets killed and we all die, you get fate for making the situation worse. Um, and yeah, because you're the defender, you yeah, the tie goes to you. So you both dodge out of the way as a rock comes whizzing by your head, and then you hear some children up on the uh, on the bluffs, like laughing raucously and saying, "Ha! You almost got him!" <laughs> but okay, so then they they all pick up rocks and they look at you, kind of throw my spear and kill the little kid. They kind of leer at you and they're like, "Eat this, foreigners!" And then they throw five year old kid. They throw rocks at you. Everybody, go ahead and make a steel test. Oh, I get to make a steel test? Yes. Yeah, go and make a steel test for surprise. I got a five. <laughs> My steel is eight, guys. It's eight. I have eight steel. I got five successes. It's basically your nerve. So, like, if you're surprised, if you're shocked, if you're in fear, if you're in pain, you make steel. It's basically your ability to grit your teeth and take it. And if you fail, you hesitate, which is basically a number of beats, more or less, that you're like, oh, crap. And then you can do something again. So basically, yeah, it's, it's how tough you are mentally, pretty much. But okay, so everybody uh, rolled well on their steel. So you guys uh, managed to react pretty quickly, so you're not really surprised. What is everybody going to do? Well, we're right next to the village, right? Yeah. I'm just going to ride up to the gate and tell these guards that they need to do something about their unruly children. Yeah, you know, that, that would probably be the best thing, because we can't get inside the gate, and they know you, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm tonsured, so they should have an idea of who I am. I assume it must be not okay to be tonsured unless you're I guess obviously if you're like have cancer and you're bald, like you can't really do anything about it. But I assume being bald isn't a thing that most people can just do since it's a mark of being most a of holy the time. Warrior. Yeah, anyone who is like bald has to grow like some hair, like okay. however small that is, or wear a hat. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you grow out their eyebrows and comb them over. <laughs> yes, you could be from the way of kings. Yes, David, it is. It's a bit farther than you think out from the gate. It, you can ride to the okay. gate, but like it would take you yeah. a little bit. I, I was just going to make a riding test to try and just sure. get there. And feel yeah. Like, you need to send someone over there and teach us kids a lesson. Go ahead and make the riding test. I'll just make a opposing throwing then, and that will be oh, okay. So they got zero. Yeah. So. Dodging and weaving like a boss. Yeah. So Delon just kind of rides through the hailstorm of rocks. Uh, what does everybody else do? Do you think there would be something in the gladiator games where people, like, throw stuff at me? Could be like, prepared Probably. Like, yeah. Because you know, they, they, you know, they like boo or something. Yeah, or, like, definitely. Or, like, 
Every, hey, buy these rocks so you can throw them. At you the might have like a little bit of like, oh no, I'm back in the Gladiator games. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm having this like some PTSD yeah. or something, or like it was like <laughs> like no, like oh, and I just like I like charge the the gate and just start like stabbing the gate. Like, oh, Are there any like Gladiator skills or Gladiator wise skills? He has like Arena that? wise. Definitely, you can fork that in. Cool, cool. I was just wondering if he had a skill because I was like, that's a good idea. But how does everybody else respond besides Dallin? I'm just gonna try to ride to the gate as well, except. I don't have a writing, which means I'm going to fail because I have to learn it first, right? Yeah. Well, it's going to be pretty tough. Basically, whatever yeah. he rolls for throwing is going to double. It's going to double. They only have a two for throwing, though. You will probably be okay. Do you know what writing is off of? I believe it's uh, agility and will or something like that, or maybe it's... Yeah, it's weird. It's will. It's just will? It's will. Okay. Yeah. You tell your horse where to go, man. Tell that horse where to go. So they got a two throwing. That means you have so to eat a four. four. That's not a good color. It is not a good color. You get a six. Do you have a fate that you could spend there? What size rocks are they throwing? Pretty, pretty big, ro- mean, like fist-sized rocks. Really? They're like burly children. Like they're like the bully children, kind of a thing. Heck, why not? I'll just take the hit. You get knocked off of your horse in a big rock. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and it's just bruised. You just got a. Uh, a bruised wound, but that doesn't do anything mechanically. So I'm good. you get knocked off, but the rock doesn't really hurt you that much. So all off the horse would probably hurt more than the rock. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and make that a superficial wound. So now everything that you do, it will add one ob to it. You kind of got scraped up a bit when you got knocked off your horse and fell into the ground because there's lots of rocks on the ground. It's kind of a rocky little area. So you like kinda, like scrape a bunch of skin off your arm and stuff. It stings quite a bit. Theo, Cantarius, and Alphonse? I feel like I would just kind of look at them and try to scare them off. Okay. Go ahead and make an intimidation then. Just glare at them, I guess. Your ob would be three for that, Connor, because their will is three. How does Cantarius scare the kids off? I literally just turn and look at them with my white eyes, and they all turn and run away. Okay. You just, cool. like, catch a rock midair with your white <laughs> Yes. Sure. Sure. I catch it without even looking. Sure. And then they yeah, see you, they see you're blind, right. and yeah, like they just like book the it. One towards his face, and he's like not even looking at. It. He's like, yep. yeah. He just looks straight at them, looks away. Boom. <laughs> you catch uh, the rock, and you see the kids kind of. They're like, <laughs> oh, uh, hey, <laughs> let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah. And then they just <laughs> kind of like hightail it back. Couldn't you have caught the rock before I lost all my dignity? <laughs> oh, man. You're like, yeah, I wasn't there to see that. I looked to him and I was like, yeah, good catch, Cantarius. <laughs> Alright, so when I reached the gate, yeah. I hailed the guards. I'm like, you should keep a better eye on your roads. Uh, your children assaulting holy knights is, uh, with stones is probably not a kind of welcome you're, you're hoping for to your little village here. They kind of glance at you, like, scrutinizing, like, all right, you look like a holy knight, but are you really a holy knight? Because these are village people, and they're automatically suspicious of any strangers. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I have the Pope's, I mean, insignia stuff on me, right? Because I mean, I'm just, yeah. But again, you're you're so. you're below them, on, and they're on a gate, and right. And this, I mean, I'm their initial reaction. On a, on a yeah, wall. yeah, I know. But like, their initial reaction is like, uh, "Where did you get coconuts?" Anyway, hold on. If, if the Pope's father. <laughs> Is he like disappointed in you guys? Uh, 
he's weird. I don't. We don't really know what's going on with him. He just like didn't show up at all when we were in prison. It was like totally not oh, talking. So you guys, you guys got accused Ooh. by the church itself and the Pope, your father. Well, the thing is that like, kind of like disappointed, doesn't want to be seen with you guys, or. Well, no, he's gotten Jared out of, like, all of the things that he did before. That's the reason he committed literally hundreds and hundreds of crimes and only just now being persecuted for it or uh, judged for it was because the Pope got him out of all of it and randomly just didn't this time and didn't get me out of it either. So it's kind of weird. We have no idea why he just randomly fell off the face of the planet when it comes to us. But uh, He literally fell off the face of the planet. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> playing so around. Where the Pope is? He's in Lucerta. He's in the city you guys came oh, from. Yeah. You want me to make a roll of some sort, like a swing um, or something? Well, well, no. Okay, so their initial reaction is, all right, identify yourself. Uh, he's like, I'm Holy Knight Todd from Lucerta. I'm on official church business. Go ahead and make a suasion roll against their will, which is three. So it's not too terribly difficult, but okay. um, I don't think there's any doctrine to that. So yeah, that's not a good color. Oh wow! And you can spend a fade on it if you want to. Yeah, I got one, but yeah, not enough. Okay, so. Why do you fail this? Is there something on your end that happens, you think? Um, they heretics. Well, yeah, that's entirely possible. You did come here to find heretics. Yeah, that's true. It's I don't know. It's possible. Maybe. The heretics have infiltrated the town more thoroughly than we thought they did. Yeah. And are aware, or they could have said to the town watch, hey, somebody's going to come claiming to be from the church. They're not really they're heretics trying to kill us, spreading a reverse rumor to swage the damage if a real <laughs> church person does come. If these people are posing as church people, but teaching falsehood. I probably just, instead of saying I'm on a church business, I'm like, I'm here to, from the church to root out the heretics in your town. And they probably don't take that very well. From like, yeah. heretics, they're not yeah. heretics in our town. Yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly what happens. They kind of like look at each other like, I don't know what it's like in Lucerta, Holy Night, but uh, here in Estol, we don't go around claiming that an entire town is full of heretics without so much as a word elsewise. He shakes his head. He says, no, you go around throwing stones at Holy Nights and denying them entrance. This can escalate if it needs to, but that would be a ridiculous waste of time. Because if you defy the church, you know how I'm sure you understand how that will go over with them or with me. He kind of looks at you, looks at his friend, and he's like, uh, whatever, let him in. And then he kind of cranked the gate open. Oh, uh, yeah, he just nudges his horse in then and kind of keeps an eye on the guards just in case they decide to try and do anything stupid. Mm-hmm. So the rest of you kind of ride up after that. Yeah, the guards are like, who are you? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> we all sort of look at Alphonse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, confirmation. <laughs> we yes. all meaning me because Cantarius probably doesn't look at people when he's talking to them and like we're here to buy stuff, we are nobles. Okay, I mean I don't I'm not gonna make you have have you make a roll. They just I mean, kinda like no, they can't really turn away. Yeah. Exactly. They just get like, I mean, okay, fine, I guess, and then just open the gate for you. So you guys ride in and you see uh Delon. Immediately going towards the nearest like ancient post office you go straight to like yeah someone who can mail your letter and that's fine you can just do that like that's the thing what are the rest of you guys doing you're gonna try to find like a place to stay or it's it's getting on towards you're evening making stuff so you just find like junk as you walk connor like little bits yeah. and pieces of random crap that you just kind of like macgyver 
that was going yeah. to be my skill, but I couldn't find a suitable trait that would allow me just to find random crap and put stuff well, together. Yeah, Connor has the scavenging skill. That would be why I don't. Yeah. That's why I'm not able to do that then. Okay. okay. Connor could teach you scavenging. That's a thing that could happen. I could. Do you that's have, a thing that could ha- I'm liking this thing. You have instruction, Kajar? He, he doesn't have instruction, but he could learn instruction and then choose Antonius. <laughs> you might end up putting stuff together that kills you, but he'd get good enough to teach the next person. Works <laughs> for me. Except his method of scavenging probably wouldn't work for somebody who wasn't blind. Probably not, yeah. yeah that's true. It would be kind of hard to He does, because I would probably visually scavenge. And I mean, how do you different. audibly, or I mean, um, how do you hear, like, scavenge with hearing? How I mean, prob- he probably just does it by stick. Well, okay, with his stick, and he probably, he probably mostly does it by touch. Like, that's probably what it is. He's kind of like, you know, moving his staff around with his, uh, you know, and like, if it bumps into something, he kind of like feels it. And he's like, oh, yeah. what's that? So just hope there's no diapers on the side of the road. <laughs> Connor, are you legitimately making a scavenging roll? Are you trying to find something specifically? Or are you just kind of uh, picking up random bits and pieces of things? Of random stuff. I'm always inventing okay. things. Yes, yeah. Because yeah. I, I feel like right now, like I'm intrigued by Connor's character. Like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Like, mm-hmm. what's his story? I kind of want to know his story. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so Connor, what are you picking up then? What kind of things? Uh, metal objects. I'm not okay. sure how many of those would be around in just a village. Especially um, not that people don't own and would be having yeah. a problem with you taking. You just got to pick up all the metal objects that you see. Uh, horseshoe there. Wagon wheel there. <laughs> handful of cake over there. Or pie. Yeah. <laughs> you pick. Oh, yeah. Although, if it's really up to me, I'd pick towel because that's too pie. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Anyone? Mm. Anyone? Bueller? I know that Connor, you're you're scavenging or whatever. Are, are the rest of you like trying to find a, like a, a hostel or something, another Adamari hostel? I'm gonna look for in in relatively near a blacksmith shop, nearish the marketplace. Then you want to make a circles roll for the blacksmith, though. Yeah, go ahead and make a circles roll for the blacksmith. That would just be an ob one circles roll. Oh yeah, that's a good color. Sweet, awesome. It's a six. You could re-roll it and get a better lane. Okay, no, technically you could, and and the difference here would be. If you merely meet the obstacle, the contact is just one of momentary convenience passing back into the shadow of obscurity after the deed is done. If you exceed the obstacle, enough of an impression was made so that names are exchanged and remembered. If you wanted to spend that fate and roll again and got another success, then this would be a person you could call on later and, like, you would be kind of amiable with this person. Becomes your bud, and he would probably let you use your forge as opposed to a guy who might just be like, no, but you can buy a thing. (laughs) Cool beans. Let's open that. Okay. Oh, yes. That is not a success, unfortunately. You do get a difficult circles roll, though. Yeah, you do get a difficult circles roll. And you can still find the guy. Because my intent was to find one who would let me use his forge to do just simple work. Sure, yeah. But he lets you do that for a fee. He's like, you know, oh, that's totally fine. Uh, If you could pay me just a a little bit for for the time and convenience. Plus, you know, you have three resources. Oh, no. And that's just an ob one resources check. So okay, can I borrow some money from you, Antonius, so I can level up my resources? <laughs> no, blocks, blocks. You could possibly make a persuasion roll to try to convince him that it would be in his favor to not 
They're like, I'll do the work that you're doing, and then I'll. Could I make a persuasion roll for him? No. (laughs) As much as it would be useful to have your high persuasion stat, I don't much care for your style. (laughs) And. Oh, man. Something tells me the ob would be higher if you were the one making the persuasion. It's worth it. But, uh, David, offer him an yeah. uh, indulgence for his money. <laughs> an indulgence? Yeah. You know what an indulgence I'm is? concerned by what you mean by that. No, no, no. no, no it's no, no, no. like the Catholic oh, Church, is a, uh, a Catholic salvation coin. Why would I know that? Connor's trying to make a reformation joke. He's trying to make a Martin Luther reformation joke. Is what he's trying to do. I'll sell you one ticket of forgiveness of sins if you'll literally give me. That's a thing you could do. Yeah, legitimately a thing that you could do. You, David, could decide whether or not that is a thing, but either way, whether or not this is a thing, you could probably convince someone that it's a thing. This is something you should pay attention to here, Jared. If I did this, would it it actually be like, okay, in the eyes of, like, the patron saints, you now have not committed this sin, like, you're actually legitimately forgiven? Um, I I think that there are priests who can. I was going to say, that's probably not quite in my realm. But it's not, yeah, you're a holy knight, that's not what your job is. Your job is to kill people who are heretics, so. Yeah, yeah, okay, I was thinking that would be There's actually a specific specific role called a partner that does that, so. Can I get something from a priest that will allow me to do that? Mm -hmm. Like a a coin? Definitely. Or something like you said. Can I have one of them? No. Please? No. <laughs> it. All right, fine. You can make it like a, a circles roll to find a priest in town who would give you one or something like that. Okay, fair enough. Now, okay, the other thing is, on a technical level, none of us have sinned slash are criminals anymore, right? Because we've yep. pardoned. You are exonerated okay. completely. So there's nothing I could actually exonerate them of as of this moment. No. Well, I mean, you could probably ex- uh, exonerate Alphonse for like causing a priest to stumble or That's something true. like that. But the last thing I would ever do is exonerate Alphonse. <laughs> David, you, you gotta take the first step. Uh, reach out. I will reach out with the pointy end of my sword. Uh, anyways. And apparently uh, a sharp wit. Quick tongue. Uh, yeah. I should get right there. Wait, guys. Guys, vote that tree. Uh-huh. <laughs> Along with the, the uh, aura of power, because I want an aura, because those are the coolest beats in the game. Anyways, or traits, I mean. Can we vote auras? Can I vote Nora? I, I mean, aura it's that. a trait, so yeah. <laughs> no, oh Jared, no okay, Jared, 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 I will make you a deal. <laughs> <laughs> you voted Are we medicating, boys? Are we medicating, possibly? If you, if you help vote a, an aura onto me, I will help vote an aura onto you. Deal. <laughs> all right, all right. The problem is the rest of the people would not agree to that. We're right, I don't know. I think, I think we can boys. convince Adam. Right, I want the aura of holiness. And you can have the aura of innocence, which is a con for falsehood or inconspicuous and dodging guilt. Let's see if there's a better one. Oh my goodness. Is there a better one? <laughs> that's really good, though. It is. Yeah, that's probably the best one for you. So, okay, we need that. Also, I should have an aura of holiness. I have an aura of holiness, guys. That, but that's the thing. That's, a, that's a trait that you could have voted onto your character sheet. That is a thing. All right. Anyways, sorry. So can I make a circus roll to try and find a uh, military encampment and like fight somebody just you know train with somebody mm-hmm. roll a sword roll really that's what i want to do yeah go ahead and i believe that would be are you trying to find like specifically a another holy knight kind of establishment yeah or just whatever the closest thing they have to that is the closest military encampment because i mean i suppose that's yeah all i don't kind of i don't really think they have like any holy knights here they shouldn't if they were harboring heretics yeah 
Were you ever in a in a military life path, or is it just religious? I think it's just religious. Yeah. So you've only religious. you've only been a noble and religious settings. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So technically, you couldn't just try to find like a, a military encampment or whatever, unless okay. it was somehow based in the nobility or, or religious order. So wait. To All be right. honest, well, you you could roll a circles to try to find if there are any other yeah. holy knights here, and then the okay. role will decide whether or not there are. Uh, I know the military is kind of entrenched in the, you know, church's thing, kind of, in this society. Um, that's why the knights are holy, for instance. Like, So I assume it's somewhat connected, but not enough. Like, the military in general is, is kind of like bound yeah. to the church, right? A little bit. It is, but yeah, it's not... It's not I'll, look for, I'll just look for a holy knight. Yeah, so, so the ob for that is going to be three, I believe. For another holy knight? No, four. Even though we have the same, even though we have the same life path? It is unusual for a, a holy knight to be in this situation, in this location. All right, fair enough. Uh, I don't think I can pass that then, so that's okay. You could spend fate though. So you've asked for the obs, so that means you have to roll, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You said four. Yep. All right. That's not a good number. No, it's but not. It's a challenging test, so that's okay. So let's just go ahead and say that there are no holy knights in the town. All right, fair enough. I could have said that there is a holy knight, but he hates your guts. But I'll yeah. decide against that. That sounds like something Alphonse could use to his advantage. <laughs> <laughs> it really that's does. Right. I'm going to do it. So I'm going to go back to the square near where the inn is and just kind of look around. I assume most of the stuff in the area that's important is there, and the others are probably kind of relatively nearby. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go into the square and look around, see if anything's going on. Anything like that and probably get an idea of what people are looking at if i get a lot of funny looks that's not a good sign so i might do that too okay all right how does the rest of the evening kind of go i'm assuming you just get a, a room at the inn let's just say that the church automatically like is gonna was gonna pay for you to stay at this inn the whole time you're here yeah yeah okay. so you don't have to like pay for that or whatever <sighs> it's just they already have rooms set aside for you and places for your horses so this is like kind of your like base of operations while you're here cool how do you kind of get um, yourself situated? I'm probably going to see if I can do a bit of piecework at the Smithy and sure, then sure. probably stay up way too late doing piecework at the Smithy. <laughs> all right, maybe all right. stay up all night doing piecework at the Smithy because I can't stop. Okay, sure. Yeah, that that'll be an interesting place to open up next time. Alphonse? Uh, I go try and find uh, the crime syndicate network that belongs to that one lady. Am I, my thing? No. Okay. See if there's I one here. Sound sketchy at all. <laughs> Sorry, one of my lovers is a kingpin. Not my fault. Oh, that doesn't sound like something that will get me to stab you at all. Was the post? Was your sister, um, you know, attractive? <laughs> I, uh, I assume so. I mean, she's yeah. Very much I mean, ability. Like ability. Related to you. I mean, yeah. yeah. You're saying that as if that's a. It should be despite. <laughs> well, I mean, Jared oh, does have literally like over 200 counts of messing with people he's not married with so he's apparently at least somewhat attractive oh yeah yeah, I suppose. yeah. Alphonse, it is actually that? impossible for you to make that role because one this is not a city and two uh, there this, this small village would not have any well, sort of okay. not, not the role for not having that official. It, they have to be in one of these three life paths and you can choose um the nobility um noble court or city city Okay, oh, I didn't so, even be there. So, here. well, it's possible. It would be kind of a high, I mean, high roll, but yeah. ob five. Jeez, why are mine always so high? You always pick the hard ones, dude. You always That's pick the hard things thing. to do. Oh, what? I only have one? Correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's a gray shade for him. <laughs> that doesn't really help you in this situation, but... Well, you got the one. 
All right, so um, I'm going to say that there is a lover in town, but she's yeah. one of the ones that hates your guts. Great. <laughs> oh, good. Maybe she can kill you for me. I'm going to go ahead and say that she is the wife of a, of a craftsman of some sort. Um, and yeah. Maybe the blacksmith. Can you please be the blacksmith? You know, sure. It's the wife of <laughs> oh, no. a blacksmith, yeah. Basically what happened, uh, Jared, is that you caused a scandal that made them lose their, their position in the city and they had to move to this small out-of-the-way town to avoid notice, like, in a huge, like, brouhaha happening. So, like, I- I'm picturing, like, you go into where Antonius is and he's kind of doing the piecework or whatever. And you, you, maybe you just got went there and to I like sort of turn my back and shove another piece of metal in the forge. And yeah, yeah. And I, I'm assuming they're like, yeah, because I don't want to think he's there. Yeah, Alphonse probably you were probably going there to like talk to Antonius about something. But like the wife walks in the room and sees you drops the like vase she was holding. It shatters. And she like you. I thought. I, why are you? Yeah. And then she storms off into the other room. I'm just well, we all the- know I have to seduce her again now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just over there pumping the bellows. I am not there because if I am, he'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably at the end with me just kind of like chilling around. Blacksmith shops really aren't a place for blind people. <laughs> yeah. 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 One mistake, and you get bumped with a hot iron bar, and you've got to burn for life. So, Alphonse, this will probably come back to bite you later, but as of right now, she just storms off and nothing happens. But yeah, there's, I'm going to add an enemy. I'm going to bite him later. <laughs> I'm going ha- to add an enemies to your circles. So, uh, Theo, what are you doing as we kind of close up? What do you spend your evening doing? Yeah, I just like walk in and be like, hey, hey you guys like know any heretics around here? <laughs> <laughs> So are we oh, supposed to do this nondescriptly, or are we supposed to, like... I mean, yeah, you're not, you're not expected to, like, go... Like, the, the church does not want this to turn into, like, a huge, like, whatever. They're, you're supposed to do it discreetly. The point of it being us and not them is that it the doesn't want to look like the church has come exactly. down hard, yeah. on, hard on the heads. Well, like, uh, that makes sense. It was, like, kill everybody in the town. No one knows who they let the, let the patron saints sort them um, out. I'd probably, like, ask around, like, not like, hey, do you see any heretics around? I'm just kind of like, hey, you know, what did that, what does that guy do? Does he know anything about him? Or, you know, okay, so you like, just kind of start the preliminary, like, asking around get, about people. Getting to know people, yeah, like, seeing, like, who, who goes to, you know, who prays to the gods and who doesn't. Sure, sure, but yeah, yeah. And, like, start, like, conversations like, oh, yeah, you know, about the church, you know, see, like, people are like, oh, that stupid church, I don't want anything to do with that, you know, like, you know, heretics, you know, people who would say, just start kind of, like, political conversation and just kind of get people talking about stuff. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Kind of like mark people like, oh, you know, you know, he's good. He, he's uh-huh. supposed to yeah. Yeah, but I want a safe way to approach that. <laughs> you start moaning about the nobility and their oppressiveness and then you sort of slide sideways toward the church exactly. and see if people yeah, exactly. go with you. Kind of with like, I just kind of like throw conversation in there and see how people react and people are like, oh, how could you say about you know, nobility? And like, they, like, if they support it, they'll, they'll defend it. But now they're like, yeah, I agree. And they're like, kind of like label people and just kind of like not do anything. Just kind of like, yeah, see yeah. my mark. Definitely. You know, like, oh. So, so I think what happens when you're doing this, I'm assuming you're kind of do this in like the marketplace as like the people are like kind of closing down their shops. Yeah, like, and like, I'm good with talking to people. Like I'm really friendly. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, you know, I'm going, you know, I so you're doing this and you're kind of like talking to people. And I think we close on a shot where, so you're like talking to someone and the camera kind of like pans over to a shadowy figure off in the distance, like, 
And then he he kind of like just like is staring at you and then he disappears around the corner. And you don't you don't notice this. Theo doesn't notice this, but the audience does. And like, yeah, and that's kind of like where we close. <laughs> okay. almost done with today's episode. The last segment of the show today is the way we end every session of Crown Inquisitors, handing out Artha by referring to each character's beliefs, instincts, and traits. To just briefly remind you of why we do this, I'll explain. During a session, we play out the drama of characters attempting to follow their beliefs, and me as the GM attempting to hinder and challenge them. If a character works towards accomplishing their belief, they are awarded a fate point at the end of the session. If a character completes their belief by accomplishing the task portion, they earn a persona point and can now rewrite the second portion of their belief to accomplish something else related to that belief about the world. If a character has an instinct that could get them into trouble and they act on it in the game and make the game more interesting, they are awarded a fate point at the end of the session. Traits can also earn a fate point if they are played to and either get the character into trouble or complicate the story in an interesting way. Let's check in with our characters and see what Arthur they earned. So let's go ahead and go through each of your guys' beliefs and instincts real quick. See if you got any fate, and then we'll call this a wrap. So Alphonse, start with you. <laughs> David just wanted to roll a sword. <laughs> okay, I'm just as good in De- as Dellen, and I'll prove it by trying to defame him. I mean, you tried. That was all you did all session. Good deal. Yeah. <laughs> you tried to try to defame him. Yeah. <laughs> I um, want to end the papacy, and I'll start by scamming the church. I scammed but, a noble hey, those, out of money. Yeah, those the monks, monks I got them drunk. Yeah. You scammed them. I think you kind of did, yeah. You yeah. know, yeah, go ahead and take I fate for that. Restore. Yes, I want to store my reputation by building new relationships. Theo. Sure, go ahead and yeah. take, take fate for that. Yes. All right, okay. always entertain myself. <laughs> I, I mean, I, yeah. Yeah, take fate for that. <laughs> Alcohol, yeah. Well, does no, that, did that, that get like, you into trouble, though? Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were you talking about? All this like, stuff about me with the Pope. I was like, well, as a nobleman and a clergyman, I'd say it was foolish, um, <laughs> arrogant, and very stupid. But as a criminal, I'd say, well done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Always make the situation you know, You're always position. going to get fate for that, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, rabble rouser. I didn't really do that. I actually think you did. I think you got yes. the, you got the priest yeah. roused. Yeah. The party yeah. was you being a rebel. Yeah, rouser. and you got and you got trouble for that. And I got drunk. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and take fate for those. Tall tale teller definitely did that. Dinosaur. Yeah, but did did it get you into trouble? That one helped you actually. Mm, that helped you. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got yeah. Rapier wit. Did that get me into trouble at all? Don't think so. No. No, I, don't I mean, so. I, you did I it mean, a lot. Dylan ate me more. <laughs> I mean, I, he already wants to kill you. If he'd actually cut your tongue out, then yeah, you would totally get paid for that. <laughs> you didn't. We would all be glad for it, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to grow on you, Antonius. So, you can technically get fate for haughty, religious, or glutton if you play to them and they got you into trouble. So, did you, does everybody ever think that he might have played any of those? Or 
Well, glutton, uh, uh, gluttonous, I guess. Wine. I mean, except well, it wasn't more food related than drink. Yeah, it, yeah. Well, it also wasn't like it wasn't the perception of him being gluttonous that really got him in trouble. He was just being. Well, I guess that's yeah. okay. Does it have to be the the fact that people see you that way that gets you in no, trouble? Not really. Okay. All right. Gotcha. I, mean, I guess we could, though. I mean, I think he's already gotten fate for two. He's things. already got fate for two so things that are very similar to that. So I think, yeah. well, yeah, we'll leave it. Yeah, yeah. All right. I think it's probably it then. Yeah, for you. Yeah. That's a lot of fate, man. What is that? Yeah. Eight fate. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> you have a fate machine of a character over there. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, Antonius. I want to get to my life back, so I'll prove myself by completing this mission. I worked toward completing the mission, but it yeah. didn't complete yet. So, yeah. therefore, so fate. Get a fate. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I worked for, toward the belief. Yeah. The so, you get fate action. for trying it, and you get persona for actually completing. Yeah. Okay. I despise the oppressive nobility, therefore, I'll hurt the first noble I see. I didn't do that, really, because mm-hmm. I would have probably taken Dellen or Jared or both. Oh, but I'm being so nice. I think you mean the nice been relative through. term. <laughs> impressive. <laughs> yes, exactly. I I can I know better than to attack a man who has a sword. And yeah, no, you're you're a little little intimidating yet. So no, I didn't do anything yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. Instincts. If I see something broken, I must fix it. Didn't really do anything this really. round. I always believe I am right. Not really. I don't think that got you uh, in trouble. Get me in trouble now. I always have a knife on me. Didn't get me in trouble, but I did trim my beard. <laughs> <laughs> With a knife, yeah. Character traits here. Broken in. Ambitious. Cynical. Didn't really do much for me. Yeah, it doesn't look uh, like any of yours really did. Unlucky. I got knocked off a horse by a rock. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and take fair for the lucky. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's two, two for you. All right, uh, Cantarius. I'm looking through them right now. I didn't get anything. I was spared for a reason, and I will minister my own justice. I did nothing of the sort. The staff is the key to figuring out what happened to my son. If I break it, maybe the bondage of my son's soul can be broken as well. Didn't do that. Alphonse is evil in every regard, and I'll find a way to punish him like I have been punished. Do that. Instincts, if there's a confrontation, I take the lead. I practice that with the, the teenagers in the rock and stuff like that, but they didn't, it get, didn't get you into trouble, yeah. Always inventing something. I practiced that. Didn't get me in any trouble. Never harm a child that didn't harm the children that were attacking us. But that didn't get me in trouble. Mm-hmm. It got someone else in trouble. Antonius got hit in the head with a rock. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> you know what? Go ahead and take fate for that. Simply because you haven't gotten fate for anything. And that's kind of yeah. on the part that everyone else kind of stole the show this time. So Yeah. yeah okay. Alright, anyway. Character you better traits. be important next time, Cantarius. Yeah. Uh, rival rouser. Well, I mean, the point of my character is I'm blind and I'm not important. So anyway, <laughs> um, rabble rouser. You have uh, that? Yeah, that's really confusing. Why do I have that? It's something Can you got from being a student. Off? Yeah, at the we, end of the scenario. Yeah. Yes, you could. When, so, when we get a chance, yeah, we'll, we'll vote that off because that's not at all. <laughs> Wait, this isn't the end of a scenario. This is the end of a session. Yeah, this is the end of a session. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. probably probably when we finish killing all of the heretics will yeah. probably be when we can do that. And when yeah. Jared and I can get our auras. Um, gifted intimidating blind did intimidate somebody with your blindness (laughs) if if their parents come back later and shank you then you can get paid for that small consolation did blind give me any trouble I don't think it did I don't think it did no You've gotten you gotten pretty lucky with that. <laughs> you didn't try to come into the blacksmith shop, so no. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't think the rest of it did. So, 
Don't worry, Connor. I'll make sure you do things next time. I have clothes. Did I communicate? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and go to Dellen. I, uh, the gods have minds above ours and are to be trusted above all, all others. I will seek the divine purpose and situation. I don't think I really looked for anything really. guidance-wise. I need to kind of rework that one. Alfonso paid for you, did our sister, even have to kill myself, find a reason to report all to the Inquisitor. I've been kind of just building up stuff. No, you, you literally did, though. You reported folly to someone else, that's but true. that's, yeah. You're right. So um, go ahead and take pay for that. That's fine. Okay. Uh, what kind of thing should I do, do to actually complete that as a persona? Like, send, send him something to actually get him killed? Is that what I should probably do? I mean, I, I will find, find a reason to report folly to the Inquisitor is, is good. I mean, as soon as you okay. find a reason to report folly to the Inquisitor, you get a persona for it. So, Okay. All right, yeah. Um, and then I've been entrusted with the holy task. I'll keep ruffians assigned to it in line, putting Alphonse in his place as mm-hmm. the first step. I mean, my character probably thinks he's already put Alphonse in his place. Like, obviously, Alphonse is never going to not be obnoxious, but he knows not to screw with him. And like, That's fine. Go ahead and take care of that. But I'm, I'm trying to figure out when I'd get persona for that, just because I need to... When when Alphonse is very legitimately put in his place, you're right, working then, towards it, but you haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, probably the first time I cut it, and we'll be <laughs> well, that happens. I uh, never go unarmed any, under any circumstances that didn't cause a problem. I didn't have to fight anybody honorably. Go ahead and take favor. Never leave a word against the gods unchallenged, because yeah, uh, Antonius uh, definitely likes you less after that exchange. Yeah, and I probably kind of also Theo made too. Out of Theo, yeah. yeah. Uh, disciplined. That didn't really give any issues. Being religious didn't really give any problems. Haughty. Goodness. I mean, maybe. I guess I failed that roll at the gate. Yeah, go ahead and ta- go ahead and take fate for religious. That's fine. Okay, thanks. And then mark privilege didn't do anything. Faithful didn't do anything. I mean, not if. And then tonsure that didn't cause any problems. Okay, that to my advantage. Yeah. Obviously, being fearless didn't cause any issues. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, cool. Theo, I don't have any beliefs that I completed because they all have to do with. Uh, well, I don't know. Trusting the gods. Uh, all you have to do is work towards them. Technically, you don't have to actually. If you complete them, you get a persona. But if you did anything to work towards them at all, you get. Unfortunately, I don't really I mean, think his, he in did. In general sense, I am because I'm like, oh, I'm doing this bidding the church, but I'm still doing mine. Like I'm still like I'm not like forgetting about it. I'm like still on my yeah. quest. If it's between following the church's orders and doing Ryan's bidding, I'm gonna do that. So I'm still doing it. I just I haven't got anything. So I was like, yeah. Well, doing- I was I was actually thinking that that would be almost directly tied to your actual faith attribute. And, like, if you had done a test towards increasing your faith, then that would have given you fate. He should probably get a fate for whatever thing we want to attribute to the fact that he made an enemy out of me the first couple seconds he met me by insulting the gods. I'm fighting whether or not to trust the gods. Yeah, okay, that's uh, fine. You man. can take a fate for that then. Yeah, if the guy yeah. tells me to kill someone, I kill them. I mean, I didn't tell you to kill anyone, no. so. Always judge a book by its cover? I would say, yeah, because I judged all of them by... Yeah, but did it get you into trouble per se? I feel like he kind of not alienated himself, but he he kind of put himself in an awkward position by being so blunt with everybody. Like, I mean, obviously, we already gave him something for making an enemy out of me, but he kind of sure. I feel like that's fine. Go ahead and take paper for that then too. A really awkward introduction because of that. Yeah. Okay, then not never heed danger. Yeah, Um, looking at the rest of it, it doesn't look like that traits. It doesn't look like no, because most of it's fighting. So I haven't been tested very much. So Mm -hmm. I feel you, bro. I feel you. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, Well, there you go. That's it for episode two of Crow Inquisitors. I guess I'll see you guys next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Adios. See you guys. Mm, Bye. That was episode two of Crow Inquisitors. Look out for bonus content during the week as well, such as original fiction, music, and other extras to tide you over until we return to the campaign proper. I hope you enjoyed the story so far. 
Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week for another episode. 